Hi there, this is T. Johnny with Quirky and or Queer, a podcast about otherness. Join me as I interview people in the community. I talk to musicians, community workers, artists, comedians, and even my mother about otherness. How does this shape their careers, their romantic pursuits, creative projects, and shape their overall worldview? There are lots of laughs, plenty of tender moments, and some deep conversations. Find Quirky and or Queer on your favorite podcast app. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. All he is, it's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum, chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, the podcast where I usually have my friends, comedians, and various guests on. We drink and we talk about life. And I'm your host, Sarah. And oh my gosh, you guys, this week's episode is amazing. It is with stand-up comedian Brittany Campbell, who I recruited for the podcast after seeing her set at a show, as I do. She came over and we drank a lot of rum and hung out until about 3 a.m. I had so much fun with Brittany. Her and I hit it off right away. Um, We... We got into some really interesting talks this night. This episode might take the cake for widest variety of subjects covered. Just to name a few, we talked a lot about comedy. So a lot of behind the scenes comedy talk, what it's like doing it for the first time, what it's like witnessing people's first sets, how comedy is kind of like therapy. We also talked about Britney's time doing cadets, discovering her sexuality at the age of 25 and coming out, periods, orgasms, Amy Schumer, mental illness and comedy. Like, it it just goes on and on and on. We talked about a lot of stuff. This was amazing. Um, Brittany's friggin' great. I really enjoy her. And I think you guys will too. You can actually follow Brittany on Instagram at Brittany Makes Jokes. I will also link to her website below as well so you can stay up to date on any shows coming up. I mean, really truly, if you are a Halifax listener and you enjoy a guest that I have on, I highly encourage checking out their live shows. Go see some live comedy. It's a lot of fun and it's really important to support comedians in your community, no matter where you are. So no matter what city you're listening to this in, go see some live comedy. So this is a long episode, so I'm going to get right to it. But be sure to check us out on social media. Follow Intoxicated. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. Do people use Twitter anymore? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of 
dying out a bit, but I'm getting back into it. I've been tweeting a lot for my personal account lately, and it's it's actually, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy Twitter for what it is. You can also check out our Patreon page, and that is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. Now, we are going to be changing around the rewards on there. We're going to bump everything up a bit in the hopes to gain more Patreons, because I know $10 a month is a little steep for bonus episodes. So those bonus episodes with Corey and I are now actually going to be available at the $5 level. So that's half price. That's a little cheaper. And if you do want to come in at the $3 level, you will get early access to episodes as well as some other bonus episodes that I make available at that level. I do audio diaries from time to time. I hope to do more of those soon. I just got to get my ass in gear. This depression's really kicking me in the ass lately. It's making me not productive, but I promise to get my shit together very soon and bring you some more audio diaries. So yeah, check out Patreon, check out the updated reward levels. And if you're interested, sign up and you can support the show with a monthly donation every month. It's highly appreciated. You can email any feedback or questions to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And do make sure you are subscribed to Intoxicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a rating or review if you wish. They always make my day seeing reviews. It's something quick that you can do that shows that you are into the show and also helps us out in terms of visibility and the iTunes charts as well. Those things matter, oddly enough. And of course, tell your friends about Intoxicated. Bring them in to our little circle of dysfunction. Maybe that's not the right term. But you know, tell your friends, spread the love. At the end of the day, sometimes that's what makes all the difference. Quick reminder that I'm doing a comedy live stream on Saturday, April 6th, probably going to be starting around 9pm Atlantic time. That's going to be live on YouTube. Um, There is a link in the description of this podcast to our YouTube channel. Please make sure you do subscribe to that so you don't miss the live stream and you help us get those numbers up so that we can eventually get youtube.com backslash intoxicated. That is what we want at the end of the day, but you need 100 subscribers to do that, which is so bizarre, but hopefully we'll get there soon. Don't miss the live stream. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm currently in the process of thinking up some fun things to do for that live stream. I'm very, very excited for it. And this is going to be a regular thing going forward, monthly live streams with comedians, maybe past guests as well will pop in from time to time. I just love streaming. I really, really fell in love with it. So I'm super excited for what's to come. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy this epically TMI personal an amazing episode with Brittany Campbell. Looks like a little bit of a robot penis. <laughs> I love how I'm recording that. Yeah. We'll just start the podcast at that clip of me. That's my favorite. I love how like throughout the podcast, <laughs> my face is just going to get more red and more red <laughs> and more red. It's the rum. Yeah. Cheers. It's the fucking rum, babe. Mm-mm. It's really good rum, too. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it's it. It's a nice, smooth, like, molassesy. Very smooth. Very yeah. molassesy. Are you already recording? We are recording. We are oh, rolling. Nice. I like it. We are rolling here oh, on so the Intoxicated Podcast. Everybody, welcome, welcome. Welcome. I am so excited to have Brittany Campbell, comedian extraordinaire. That's what they call me. New <laughs> therapy friend. Yeah. Kind of in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you're We're my practicing. We're practicing. We're practicing on each other. Yes. How to go to therapists. Oh my God. I love that idea. Yeah. Actually, that's like actually it. a really, like a pre-therapy. Yeah. So I can like say stuff that the therapist will just completely disregard. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't think that way. No. Don't take advice from <laughs> drunk comedians. <laughs> they don't make good therapists. Not the best. Maybe. No, but we make good clients for therapists. Yes. Oh, so man. do I. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. 
Me and, me and Brittany hung out a bit before this, before the mics start rolling, and uh, yeah. we kind of just got right into it. So I, I, lo- I, I love, love that it. with guests, because I'm just like, okay, I, I can be real. I can cut the bullshit. I can, I can get right to it. Get right to it. Fuck small talk. I hate small talk. It's the worst. Oh, I'll tell you, one time I was stuck in an elevator for about an hour, and people kept coming by the elevator and be like, are you okay? And I'd be oh, like, no. will you shut up? I'm trying to watch a Grey's Anatomy episode. Like, if I'm going to be in here, like... Were you alone? Thank God. Oh. People are like, oh my God, are you? It would have been nice if you had someone with you. I was like, no, no. I would much rather be in an elevator for an hour and a half. Unless by it was myself. someone interesting. Yeah, if it was someone I liked, but I knew I was mm. at work, so Ugh. not many options. <laughs> <laughs> not usually people that you like. Yeah. Um. So welcome to Intoxicated. Welcome to the Sad Girl Studio. Ooh, I, I just came up with that now. The Sad Girl Studio. I usually call it the Sad Girl Pad. Yeah, if you got like a couple of S's in there, you could have a nice alliteration. Sad Girl. Sassy Sad Girl Studio. Sassy Sad Girl Studio. Yeah. Where's the bell? Oh, my, I need the bell. Where'd it go? Oh, what's the bell for? I heard that on your podcast, but I don't oh, know. the bell's very important. The bell is, there's a couple of reasons why you ding the bell. Nice. Um, Do I get to ding it? Oh, hell yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah, it's up for grabs. So it's it's kind of like a yeah spell. So if like, oh, okay. a really good point is made, like or like if you agree with something, or if like a, like someone makes a really good joke or a burn. Nice. So, so you don't have to... You, you it's a positive the bell. In there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So that's the bell. Shows. I love... Yeah. The, the bell... Is something like I stole it from another podcast, and then now other podcasts are stealing it from me because mm, nice. Boys Club loved the bell so much that they got their own bell. Ooh! So I've started a trend. I like it, and I'm okay with that because yeah. the bell's the bell's a lot of fun. Mind you, it can get out of hand sometimes. Well, if people need to have <laughs> boundaries, yeah. Oh. That's like when I'm like telling a friend that I have a new joke and kind of like talking about it and then they laugh right away. I was like, you're an idiot. Like, it's not finished. This is going to be way better in like two to three weeks. Like, do not give me that gratification right away. Oh, interesting. You don't want them to laugh right away. You want the the constructive honesty. Yeah. Right. I don't want people to just be like, ah, like super exaggerated. Like no audience member is going to laugh that hard. And do you think that they feel a pressure as a friend? I don't like jokes by people too much, Hmm. but like sometimes I can work it into like what I'm saying and like, right. If I said to them, Hey, I'm trying this joke out. Most likely they're not going to like it just by the way you present it. And it actually, and when people don't like it, I just have to say it on stage to see. Interesting. Yeah, because so that's because they're they're in. thinking about it too much, right? That's very true. They're like, yeah. oh, I, she's doing a joke. I gotta. I, I and gotta. they take it seriously. It's mm. not. A, it's not a serious moment. It's mm. like a. <laughs> I love the searching for the straw in the video. I like it. There's a video of my friend Sandy on the internet where he's hammered after a concert, and it was like literally like. <laughs> about four or five tries and he couldn't get the straw and someone put it in slow motion so it's just oh, like ah. <laughs> that's so funny but Brittany you're a comedian here yes. in Halifax yeah 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 we met we usually start the show with a friendship origin story okay so cool. we're very new friends um we met a couple weeks ago yeah uh at Beerly's yes so oh. I saw your set at Beerly's and I loved it so much I love that, that you I sat in the front up. and yes. you laughed on purpose came right up to the front I'm yeah. kind of, I'm a keener sometimes I like it it's weird going to comedy shows alone because I feel I, like I, t- I don't tend to like going alone I like to bring friends but when I when I, I guess I but it's way better when people are alone oh you think well I Ooh, mean tell me more I'm sure it's great when you have a bunch of people, sure. But like, it, I would rather, much rather, someone go alone than not go because they don't have a friend oh, to go with them. 100%. And then you're more more likely to pay attention. You're less likely to start chatting. Not, yeah, less likely to start chatting. But also, like, 
your chances are as long as you're not apprehensive about being alone you're more likely going to laugh at stuff that you find funny and not just what you think your friend thinks is funny or like you have thought of it that way that's a good point sometimes people will be at shows and i'll see them like starting to laugh a bunch but the person next to them is not laughing so they slow down very good because people are self-conscious right like when the room's dark and there's lots of people laughter is contagious when it's like not yeah people are scared yeah and I, that's why i like to laugh loud because i'm like maybe i'll start a trend yeah <laughs> or like i'll start like other people will hear me laughing yeah. and feel more comfortable because i think sometimes people have laughter nerves yep because it's showing because especially with like comedy that i do is i get a little personal yeah. i push the limits a little bit and i make it a little uncomfortable but like there's punchlines so you're like yeah. laugh so some people are like oh shit like it's a little scary for them and i get that and i'm okay with that because i'm looking at their faces i love uncomfortable humor yeah it's my favorite i'm like if if i don't even just feel like a little bit uncomfortable i don't feel like it's comedy yeah you're just saying a thing that we all know yeah 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 and even if it's very true if it's something that you just don't say a lot out loud yeah and then you hear them saying you're like yeah 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 relatable yeah Yeah. but i saw your beer ladies and i loved your set and so i I came up to you and i told you about the podcast and you're like i love podcasts i'm like well then fucking come on yeah and I was like, even if she does not message me, I am finding her on the internet. And then I think you even said you were like, I'm going to force my way onto this show. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. I love this. Yeah. So welcome. Thank you. You are here. We are drinking. The other thing we I, I start the show with is the drink. Yeah. So you chose Old Sam. Old Sam Rum. I don't know if you can and see that. And Pepsi. Pepsi. It's the choice of the uh, new generation or the next with generation. With lime. With Always lime. with lime, yeah. Always I with love lime. It. I can drink it without the lime, but like, why, why stunt your happiness, right? That's true. I th- was there a lime Pepsi at one point? Yeah, I think so. Like back in the Austin Power days, I remember like there was a commercial with Britney Spears or something. Yeah, that might have been. And I think it was Pepsi lime. Pepsi lime. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, what, like, yeah. I specifically remember. I love how you reference it in the Austin Power days. In the Austin Power Days, because that makes sense. I think that there was a commercial with him in it and Britney Spears. If I'm not mistaken, maybe you you probably are right. I'm not good at. If you have any, just heads up. If you have any references, like, have you seen this? Don't <laughs> even bother asking. <laughs> really? Me. You, you oh, just now I just haven't or I don't remember. Oh, I have a shit memory too. Yeah, don't even worry about that. Like, I don't know. I've watched some stuff, but like it's not. It doesn't take over. Like I don't. It doesn't take over yeah. your your identity. Yeah, yeah. It, which and it I can't does remember lines. People. I can't remember Ooh. the names of singers or the names of songs or the names of actresses. Oh shit! So you're just like not the best with pop culture then. No, not great. Oh, interesting. Which I have a couple friends like that com- and it, with as a comic, but like. I just talk about myself, I guess. <laughs> hey, gotta focus yeah. on you. That's yeah, where your yeah, comedy's yeah. coming from. So, but like, I don't get all the pop references. Oh, uh, really? No, not good at it. Crazy. Hmm. Well, we differ on that, but that's okay. Podcast <laughs> over. Just Please. shut it down. <laughs> You're uninvited. No, that's interesting though, because I do have a, I do have friends. I actually have friends who enjoy like movies, TV, and music, yeah, like but they just them. don't remember like yeah. specifics, like names, titles. Yeah, da, but da, you da, play da. the song halfway through, I'll be jamming out to oh. the wrong lyrics, but the same tune. <laughs> the <wrong> <laughs> <lyrics>. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Are you a big like? Do you go to a lot of concerts or like bars? Like, do you go out a lot? Um, or well, after Beerly's care, Beerly's I'll do karaoke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever sing? Yeah. What do you say? I never used to sing. When I was a kid, I my mom had a karaoke machine, and I would only sing if I was the only person home. 
which is sounds a little sad, but at the same time, I was like, no, I get that. Yeah, a little personal. So um, my go-to song would definitely be "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks. Yeah, that's a win. I love that. I have been starting to branch out a little bit, which I to Michelle Branch. No, (laughs) sorry, I had to. I don't know why. (laughs) I did lose my woman virginity after Shania Twain concert, but that's a different story. We'll get to that. Uh, Oh God, yeah, I was super gay. Questions. Yeah, I uh, switching it up. Mm. I've got this new song that I like singing. It's "Stroking" by Clarence Carter. Okay, it's, never heard it. No, you should I'll listen. It it's very sexual. Ooh, uh, and when that. he says his own name, just switch it out with Brittany Campbell. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, also, last time I was there, I think it was the same night that I saw you there. Maybe actually, no, it was the week after. Sang some "Push" by Matchbox Twenty. I oh, love Matchbox that's Twenty. A, that's a great song. Too. Yeah. Uh, Jordan and I sang some teenage dirtbag. Oh, perfect! You're right. You're very nineties, early two thousands. Oh, the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like karaoke is something that it's like a personality type. Yeah, you can be a karaoke person and not necessarily do karaoke a lot. Yeah, but I feel like non karaoke people are just not fun to me. Like, <sighs> right? they're, they're the people who, if a song comes on the radio and you're in a car with friends, like, yeah. just start busting out singing. Yeah, I will do that now. You know? Before I wasn't comfortable <gasps> enough, but now I'm just like, fuck it, I will jam. It's the fucking yeah. Best. And I find as long as you have a karaoke song that like is your go-to, you to, not even your go-to, but you have to pick a song that everyone loves, but they haven't heard it in a while. That's crowd the trick. pleaser, a crowd pleaser. Yeah, song. you can't just pick a song that's obvious or mm-hmm. like you got it, like "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks. Like when that comes up, people are like, "Oh shit, this jam! I forgot about that." With a couple strums of the guitar on the yeah. start, they know it's on. Yeah. like they they all know. pile out to the front and they're like, Hell yeah. yeah, I love that." And then song. you switch. I have to switch the lyrics up a little bit to make me sound more gay. Ooh, so how do you yeah. switch it? Do you know how you switch um, it? Bitch, I'm a lot. Yeah, there's a spot where it says, like, I'm a goddess on my knees. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, not anymore. Like, I'll switch it up depending <laughs> on, like, yeah. I used to be a goddess on my knees. Or, like, yeah. I, I've done. Or, like, you're the, uh, instead of saying, if it's, like, a man, I'll say a woman. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just changing the, yeah, that, that yeah. would do Because I've done that with Mr. Brightside. Ooh. That was kind of my karaoke song yeah, for yeah. a long time. Because it's right in my range where it's not too high or low. Yeah. And I used to say Mrs. Brightside. Ooh. I like that. Mm-hmm. I also I want to sing. I don't know if this is like a teaser because like, mm-hmm. I'm sure all of the Beerlies people are listening to this. Hey, Beerlies people! Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna sing. Shout uh, out to Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna sing. Um, I think I'm gonna sing. Jimmy gets high next time. Jimmy, what song is that? Oh, it's very vocal. Jimmy gets high. Jimmy gets high tonight. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon yeah. as you sang it, I knew I knew what it was. Yeah, just need to just think a little bit. I love how I never would have done that if I wasn't three drinks in. <laughs> we pre-drank. Perfect. Of course. Um, fuck yeah, we pre-drank. But back to the rum and Pepsi. Yeah. How did you? Um, what's your drinking kind of history? Like everyone kind of has it differently. Like you know. Yeah. You mentioned you were into beer. Um, but this is kind of like. Is, is I switch it up. I find like if I'm like I can drink beer pretty solid but then all of a sudden like i'll get a little bored of it because i'm just like i'm just full you know what i mean i don't know how these people drink like five or six beer i drink two and i'm bloated Real? i don't get i don't get super bloated from I it blo- it depends what kind so i'm drinking bloated. but oh man i do you want to hear my drinking yes. history from the beginning yes. all right so Let's hear it. um grade 11 we'll go back is that your first time drinking 
It's my first time like drinking, like r- like getting drunk. Yeah, like yeah, I have always like said like I'm a good drinker. You know what I mean? Like I'm good at it. I don't know if it was like a whole like competitiveness or like having to prove myself. Probably trying to prove myself because like high school, high school slash gay person stuck in a straight person's body. Like Dang. I need to tough it up. I need to be stronger. Than, I need to out drink dudes. Got you know what you. I mean? Okay. So I started drinking probably like grade eleven or so. But like I was young. Like my birthday's in October, so like everyone is older than me. So all my friends turned nineteen before me. Oh, but that must suck. Must have I was still going then. to parties though. So like I it was okay really with it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Take a big. There was a, there was a little bit of a gap where my friends were of age. Right. Then I wasn't. Right. But mm. didn't really, I don't know. Didn't matter too much. It didn't matter too much. Yeah. Like, so in grade 11, I started um, doing that. A couple of friends that were a little bit older than me. So we would have, like, they had an apartment that was, like, right by my school, at least in grade 12. So, like, when I was in grade 12, I would, like, party at their house and, like, oh, sleep the on their couch and, like, walk down the hill to my high school. Yep. Hung over, like. Love that. Fucking mess. Uh,. <laughs> I'm really good at things I'm passionate about, and drinking was one of them. So um, one of my first times I remember it, um, really like getting into it was one of my friends was like, you know the movie Beer Fest? Yes. Yeah. So they were like, we should have a beer fest. <laughs> and then me and him were sitting there like, we don't really like beer. Uh-oh. So we started practicing. Uh-oh. So we bought some beer just to get used to it so that when the beer fest that we made up ourselves <laughs> like was going to happen, we would... You'd be, be good ready. at it we'd be good at it we yeah. wouldn't our bodies would be used to it whatever yeah it's like losing your virginity to somebody that you're just eh about because you want to like lose your real virginity to somebody else yeah that, that's <laughs> like fair you want to practice yeah 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 want to be good at sex yeah, I don't know, yeah that, <laughs> that's so no, funny I didn't do I don't know <laughs> but anyway I didn't really like the person I lost my virginity to oh really oh we'll get to that yeah yeah we'll get to that um yeah so I I, I just could Almost always, I've been able to outdrink everyone. Oh wow! I have a friend like that too. Yeah, who like no one can outdrink her. When I when I moved to Newfoundland at nineteen, I um, just I was like one of the Newfoundlanders, right? Like because I just you always you could up keep for up, game. You could keep up with yeah. that, probably. Yeah. Now yeah. I get to the point where like I know when I'm starting to get tipsy, so I like pull back a little bit. Mm. I haven't. I can't. I haven't been drunk in so long. Really? But like I've drank so much. I you always hear. I, mean? like, I always hear problem. about. The, I I I can't relate because I'm just like I can get drunk off of probably. Yeah, I'm not a lightweight. But I I do know that like there's a lot of people in my life that's the same thing. That's frustrating to them that their tolerance is so good yeah. that they actually can't feel. But I'm okay. Intoxicated. With, yeah, like, I'm okay with that because I don't like feeling out of control. I've got probably have control issues. Oh, I would assume. So, like when I get drunk or like tipsy or whatever, I'm just kind of be getting nicer right you know so i'm not like wild so mm-hmm. everyone's ever really like had an issue with me being drunk mm-hmm. like i've done some stupid stuff but like nothing that's ever like hurt anybody right. or like right right i'm just kind of fun at parties oh, like good. i was telling my girlfriend i was like so like i really like doing stand-up and if people think the things i say are kind of funny so like can i just be like fun at parties for a living <laughs> you know like can i just can do that, that? My life please? can i can i get paid to be fun at parties but are no, you the type like if you were to walk into a party where you didn't know a lot of that like like you know when you go to host parties and like you might yeah. know a couple people like were you just totally comfortable like walking in and just talking making friends with everybody yeah more so then than I am now oh yeah now it's yeah, awkward now shit. it changes uh, back then yeah pretty much I would like 
you know, kind of like find the quiet people. And my my sense of humor before I started doing stand up comedy was always like quiet to the person next to me. So like mm-hmm. something would be happening and I'd be like, look at that fucking idiot. Like I would say something to the person next to me and then they would laugh. Oh, and that's kind of how I oh, okay. got that's it out. So like oh. when someone's like not having a good time, I kind of just want to like help them out. By, like, oh, I'm always drawn to the crying person. <laughs> The drunk that like, gets the, to a certain point because when someone cries, all I want to do is hand them a loony. I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to process it. So I'm just like, uh, money. <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't have enough me. to actually give tell me. me everything. What did he do? Oh yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. If it's someone I care about, I will hundred percent be there for them. Yeah, but like when it gets to that point, I'm like, oh, I'm out. Actually, now someone that I think about it, I'm, I'm usually the crying. <laughs> so maybe it's not so much that I'm helping. Helping them, it's just I have just you're around it. Yeah, (laughs) fuck, I hate drunk crying. Oh, it's the worst. Is it though? It it is. Yeah, okay. Because the the reason it is is you've no concept of how out of control you are with your crying because you're drunk. Yeah, that's you know, like when you sober cry, you have the wherewithal to like go in private or like you know contain yourself like not ugly cry yeah whereas drunk crying it's just like it's sometimes you, it can you will whatever's happening is out of your control it is just not good well yeah i'm an emotional drunk like i'm but okay. that that means that i'm either the saddest person in the room or like the, the happiest, happiest person room. dancing like yeah yeah like hugging everybody kind of kind of drunk yeah so, that's fair yeah i don't know i have this thing where i can't like I don't really cry by myself, which I wish ah, I did. Interesting. Okay. So, like, mm. if I did that, maybe like I wouldn't have to like bother my girlfriend with it. Do you do, like you need a you need a buddy, like someone with you to like really cry? I guess. Yeah. Or I never can get it out of you. Maybe. See, like I yeah. honestly like never really thought about my feelings or processed my feelings or like mm. was aware of them. I didn't really like feel much mm. up until the last few years because like like brought this up before but everyone else here knows i didn't figure i was gay until I was 25 so we're just kind of practicing to find the right person so like i never really like wasn't in tune with my feelings right so now all of a sudden it's like oh shit like the flood, floodgates when, are yeah. open now it's like now you know what mm. feelings feel like it's a good thing feelings are good feelings are important feelings are like if you don't have them you're just going through the motions and you're probably a sociopath yeah <laughs> Yeah, I probably was. Uh, like, there's people who have feelings that might not be in tune with them. Yeah. But then there are other people who I'm like, I just don't know. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, is there anything? Does anything I was always on? very, like, um, I had compassion. Mm-hmm. I I was good to people. I had good morals. I just would always be the person to help someone else process over their stuff you. over myself yeah probably because you were so used to it though like, yeah like yeah. like for like so like so the routine of that like even though like Once you're in a you much open, better place now yeah you're still going back into those routines naturally because yeah i'm in a way so better place uh just because if you ignore something it doesn't make it go away oh god no you know what i mean I like heard- you ignore your feelings for so long that doesn't mean they aren't there yeah i talked about this with a friend recently the ostrich oh what's it called um, the ostrich ap- approach, which is like you, you put your head in the sand, you just yeah. ignore it. Like you just like something bad's happening. Ooh, bye. Oh, and like that's like Ooh, never right. been how Listen. I've dealt with anything. I like the sound. It made. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, drinking sound effects are very welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So. Put your head in the sand. Ignore it. Yeah, 
I only ignored stuff that affected me, which is very not good for a person to like be okay with helping right. everyone else, but just like being like, no, mm. put on a good front. So let's go back to the very beginning. Yeah, you're f- where are you from? Tell the listeners. I know. I'm from PEI. PEI, Prince Edward. I like Island. how like w- we live in Halifax right now, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm from Halifax," but like PEI is a- its home province, but people just say that as a whole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I'm from Charlottetown, but like no one's like cares uh, right. about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 Charlottetown. Yeah, yeah. I've been here in Halifax for a year and a half. Right. I'll make it uh, to about two years, and then I'll be out. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is is good. We were talking about this before, but like I yeah. think it's good for comedians to bounce around a bit. Yeah, I and, think so. And try too. different cities. And I get bored scenes, easily. I I get bored. I get stagnant. And the only I know the worst thing for me is to get stagnant because then mm. I just. This is what it is. I need to have something to move forward, to look up to, to help me grow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I wish I had that because I, I, I mean, really just lived in two places my whole life, Anaganesh and Halifax. But Halifax is a big jump from Anaganesh. It is. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. It, it, and honestly, if you want to live in the Maritimes, which honestly is probably the best place in Canada if you want to be like happy and get make friends. Right. Um, for people, it's the best place. For money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, people suffer from the lack of money. So it's probably not the best for people. Yeah. But We're all just really sad that atmosphere. we all connect. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Nova Scotia. Like, this is nuts that Nova Scotia has the lowest or one of the lowest. I think it might be tied with other places. Minimum wage. Minimum wage yeah, in insane? the whole country. But, like, Halifax is so expensive to live in. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. It blows my mind. It's crazy to me that, like, I feel I'm, like it's so hot I, here. I might, I might take my clothes off. <laughs> strip, strip, yeah. strip. I need to take my dress shirt off. <laughs> yeah, do it. Um, I find it hard to to live here for that reason. Yep. Um, but I also look at places like Toronto, and I'm like, that's Ooh. even worse. Yeah. So unless like I don't have an urge to live in Toronto, I'm sure I will at some point. Mm. I'm sure I'll live there at some point in my life for however long. I feel like most people do. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like the next. That's like the. It's. It's a place you can go. Yeah. It's a happening spot. It's a place you can go. It's a place you can go. That's very true. These people need to tune into the live stream video because I'm taking my shirt off. Gotta do it. We need to play some. Sarah, put some uh, stripping music over this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Britney's song of choice needs to go over this. Man, I feel like a woman or something. It is really hot in here. And the lights don't help. Although these these lights are significantly less hot than like. A normal softbox. Yeah, I love but, these though. Honestly, but. like this is impressive setup. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's weird having my living room like a studio, and I keep telling myself because normally it doesn't look like this. Normally, yeah, yeah. But ever just since take this down and set it up, whenever you, I used to, I just fucking. But leave ever it. since the live stream, I've just been like, I'm just going to leave it like this because yeah, I'm the way. We're doing video podcast now, and it's just easy, and I don't have to rearrange everything. Yeah. But this is why I want a two bedroom, right? Because I want to have a. I want this. You want it to be secluded. to just be a room, like yeah. what you're seeing from the lights on. Mm-hmm. I want it to be its own room. Fair. Yeah. So, but, you know, dreams, goals, ambitions. Yeah, but, like, we, <laughs> I have such a hard time with being, like, oh, yeah, you have to, like, wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, like, I will start something and be, like, oh, it's not perfect yet. Like, what's the point? I have a real issue with that as well. And I, Which, like, realistically, that's how life goes. You start something and you build up. No one starts from the top, but it's such a hard lesson to learn over and over and over. Over and over again. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always kind of restrained by money 
oddly yeah which is a huge one yeah um because i know money can't buy happiness but like it truly fuck, really fucking helps i would be a lot fucking happier if i had some more and i like i'd be able to do the things that i want to do but that said like i mean like side hustle podcast like whatever you're doing mm-hmm. costs a lot of money I, I did up a spreadsheet recently of the At least expenses well. of the expenses that I've, I've I like all of this. And I was just like, holy shit. It's a lot of money that I've spent over the last two years. Um, but I mean, it's, it's worth it. It's yeah. it's all worth it, but it is a lot of money. And yeah, I'd be happier if I was just a little richer. Oh, wouldn't we all? <laughs> no, I don't even know if I'd be happier. I would just have less stress in certain areas. And those stress, those stresses make not let's say make can affect you unhappy your, they can affect your mood they can make you depressed for sure yeah yeah like i like i mean this has been a theme on my a lot of my recent episodes which is depression yeah i'm like do you want to get into it more depression i can tell or you the a booze. little bit of mine <laughs> oh yeah we can get into depre- i'm actually curious to hear from your perspective as well doing comedy yeah um, with depression but like for me it's always been very situational and that's why i've never taken it seriously enough to get health help that's no because that's you have an excuse i've been in, yes exactly it's not necessarily that well your depression feels situational because things are happening and i'm like i said i'm not the therapist but like we'll practice um we we push off our own problems because there's like a reason behind it or an excuse mm-hmm. behind it or mm-hmm. something like that it doesn't make it invalid, but it's we true. we take away the validity to it because of how what we put onto it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what I've been doing for so long. There she goes. <laughs> First bell ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and that's exactly it. But I'm finally getting to a point where I'm like, I'd like to get help. Yeah. And, and take this seriously because it's clearly affecting me now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's situational factors to that, but also it's like god damn it like probably undiagnosed add mm-hmm. definitely like there's definitely i definitely have a cocktail of add depression and anxiety like it's some sort of like i should make a drink uh, oh graphic god. of my mental <laughs> like you just the percentages. shake it all together in your cocktail shaker and pour <laughs> yes. into the glass like this is me <laughs> oh. like, i would drink garnish and everything yeah. like like if we all like i mean all of us could literally make a cocktail like literally like a drink that could describe what we have in terms of yeah says yeah um and yeah it's just it's it's really rough but like for you like you're you're a comedian so you need to do shows you need to get up there and be on you need to be writing new material like how do you deal with depression and doing something crazy like that yeah well because that's a whole other thing yeah this is something i'll I, i don't know if i said this joke when you were there but Something I I've been diagnosed a few years ago as bipolar. Oh, so oh, yes, 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 you did. Yeah, you did. I did a joke saying like, uh-huh. I don't want my girlfriend to figure me out, so I just stopped taking my bipolar medication. But I got a mood ring. Like it's it's better if you're there. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. And then I had someone come to me after like, not after the show, but like they're like, oh, like can you imagine like being bipolar? I was like, yeah, I can imagine. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like I am. Uh, but yeah. like I personally like there's so many different levels of it. Like I I feel like I don't know what the number is like one or two or whatever. I'm probably the last one. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you just had to become aware of what's happening, which is confusing with being bipolar because you're like, oh my god, am I too happy? Am I too sad? Yeah. Is this even me? Stuff right. Like that. Yeah. Because the thing with bipolar, because I mean, I think 
I think that's another thing that people don't get what bipolar is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I was younger, I would have crazy emotional outbursts. And I mm-hmm. used to be like, oh, I must be bipolar. But really, like, bipolar, from what I understand, mm-hmm. and like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's the extreme of both. So, like, when bipolar people are, are actually happy, they're their patterns and behaviors are very extremist. Like they might it go gamble yeah. their money away or yeah. like they might do these crazy, like, so you have to look at it from both ends and not just the, the, the low. Yeah. The lowest, yeah. like it the de- movie versions. Yeah, exactly. Of, of bipolar. Exactly. It depends because I think, I don't know which one it is, but like for my own, like I was like diagnosed, I'm putting quotes for anyone who's listening. Right. Um, that issues and stuff like that. And they're like, well, chances are you're bipolar, but there's no like tests for it. It's just if you have a bunch right. of certain issues within a certain period of time, like we can say that. Ah. Uh, um, interesting. I never which, which there's, there's the extremes. There's the mania, which means, like you said, you had to be careful of like being super sexual and gambling. And I was like, yeah, but the there's extremist. also hypomania. So if you're like, uh, I think it's bipolar two. I'm not exactly sure. I should know more about this. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Like, like hypomania. Yeah, and and depression. So hypomania right. isn't like extreme, extreme. Like most people who've known me my whole life, when I tell them that I'm bipolar, even though they've known me through my whole life, they're surprised. Still surprised because yeah, I because I probably don't... this image that they have in their head of what it is. Yeah, and know? also some people have it different levels of it than i yeah yeah so like people mostly will be surprised because first off i manage it well um but at the same time like you can you can be fun and happy around people and they're not going to notice that there's anything wrong right most of mine that i have to be more aware of is the depression part right i have to become self-aware that like okay am i just having a bad day or is this becoming a cycle yes because if it becomes a certain amount of time you have to and I know some people are on their medication straight out from the get-go and just mm-hmm. stay on it for the rest of their life, which is a super great option. I've talked to my doctor about, though, like, he was super cool with me not staying on it. Oh, but he, he knows that I'm, like, smart enough that if something happens, or have enough people that are close to me that I let them know that if something starts going weird, like, maybe give me a heads up. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always willing to go back on it. But at the same time, like I used to, like I said, I worked in PEI with a good job, so I had healthcare. So he had me on this like expensive pill. pill. So I was like, now I went like without healthcare, and I went to look and see how much it would cost. I was like, shit, I gotta go talk to him and find a cheaper one. So if I ever need it, I can generic version or whatever. Even the generic yeah. version of the one I have is still like really pricey. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah. And that's the scary part about it. But you can, you, I can get a different kind. The reason he gave me this one was because it doesn't affect weight gain there's oh. no weight gain issues yeah, most people yeah he's like if you're thing. trying to like be happy and self-aware like you don't want to have all this weight gain yeah as an added and it's funny because it's, like it's these, an added thing because then it stops you from wanting to take it right it stops you from wanting to take it and it's like this added thing to like be insecure about yeah exactly which which is so fucked that like yeah. these pills that are supposed to help you yeah like almost make another area of your life worse yeah exactly like, it's just something like I know it's different for every pe- everybody. Like there's so like I would never suggest like not taking mm. your medication unless you've talked to your doctor about it. Right, right. Because right, right. like you can easily like get into a cycle without noticing, and then it becomes a pattern. Yeah. In either one, like you can be up. There can be ups and downs and stuff like that. At the same time, like comedy is such a weird thing because sometimes you're like you go up to a show and like you'll have a great night, and then you're like 
did I really though? You know what I mean? Like, well, like you have a bad one and then you're a little down about it. Like I just, I, I haven't gotten to the point that I'm super confident. So like I said, I only started thinking about my feelings and my emotions like a couple of years ago. Right. Right. So now I'm like second guess. I second guess them sometimes. Oh, interesting. Which is like, I'm sure if like I wasn't diagnosed, maybe I wouldn't do that. But also that's probably not safe. <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's a weird cycle of being like, oh, am I like just having a good time or is it my makeup of my brain you know what i mean the way like overthinking can really ruin a party i know right (laughs) fuck but our brains are so dumb our brains and hearts they're just like constantly constantly at war it's just like fuck why can't you two just get along (laughs) god damn it um how do you and i've asked this to many of my comedian friends but I'm always fascinated with, um, you know, you, you have a show you have to do. Like, yeah. you're scheduled to do it. you got to do it. And then, like, a life event happens. Mm-hmm. Something really throws you off. Now, yeah. for a normal person who works a normal 9 to 5 job. They call in sick. They call in sick. They go home. They mope. They get to whatever. Yeah. But how do you muster up that stage presence oh it gives me life or something i'm not sure what it is but i know jacqueline my girlfriend she said this to me one time i was having a really shit day one day and then uh this is when we first started dating so like she didn't know like she was in town she came to the show and i was having a shit day and like got off work and like cried a little or whatever and then like went to the show and as soon as i got on stage it was like a great set and she's like how the fuck do you like do that cry and then go tell make other people laugh and i've heard of this many times yeah, too it's the depend- idea of like it's a safe spot for you it's almost like an escape maybe maybe i'm not well, sure not exactly but i know that like once you're having a shitty enough time once you're on stage nothing else like mm. you know you get to the point where it's like fuck like mm. it's already going shitty what else like you have nothing to lose right right so you have more freedom i don't know sometimes when i'm having the shittiest day i have the best set and it doesn't make any sense. Wow. I even great. said, actually, that show that I did, when she said that to me, I actually got on stage and I said, like, well, all I really wanted to do was work all day, cry a little, and then come make people laugh. And that made people laugh. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, were like, exactly. oh, because it's real, right? But, like, yeah, we, I, you know, I would have such an easier time canceling work or, like, yeah. a day job or something like that than I would something that I'm passionate about. Because I can have, let's say, if I'm having a shitty... A few days or whatever. What's going to bring me out of it is a show. Like, yeah, because you get all that energy back, right? Yeah, because yeah. you're getting, it's almost like you're getting the laughs. You're getting the, yeah, the you're energy getting, in the room and every yeah. room. And what's crazy, too, is, is like every room has a different energy, right? Mm-hmm, totally. Like when I met you, that was the first time I saw Comedy Beerleys. Oh, really? That was your first? That was my first time going. What? Like, like, but everyone knew you from other shows? Yeah. Or? So like I, I go to Mega Comedy Mondays a lot. Nice. Nice. Um. Honestly, it's just like I did live comedy used to just be kind of like a special occasion thing for me. And mm-hmm. lately, like in the last year, I've been going more frequently. Nice. But um, it's it's cool for me to see the different rooms in Halifax and the different vibes and the different feeling you get. Oh, from it. So like Beerly's is like a world of its own because it's a true bar. Yeah. Like a true bar. Yeah. Like there are people there drinking that are just gonna talk the whole time yeah and you gotta just trudge through that yeah and it's interesting how comedians roll with that yeah i've heard Beerly's like described as a beautiful mess i love that and i, I relate don't to that. think that's an insult i think it's endearing i as think fuck. that is so endearing it's endearing because you get from it what you give it 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like people are there. There's always a crowd. It doesn't. It's not always going to be a huge crowd, but that's fucking life in the Maritimes. That, you know, that's what it is. That's what it is. And you, you, you roll that sometimes people are playing pool up top, and that sucks. But <laughs> that's what you got to do. do. You got to go also there imagine it. too, like there might be a comfort with that in a weird way. Like if you're a first time, and I don't know, if you're a mm. first time comedian, I know for me, if I was a first time comedian. And if I was performing in a room like Beerly's, mm-hmm. I would actually feel a little comforted that there was some noise. Because I oh, personally don't like person. silence. Yeah. Silence makes me more nervous. Yeah. And, and it would probably give me more more nerves yeah, if it, I was doing that. Uh, it depends. It could depend. That can switch back and forth with me depending on the night. Oh, interesting. Because if I'm yeah. staring, like, like you're, you're right. If I'm staring at a crowd, no one's laughing. They're just looking at me, even if they look like they're enjoying themselves and no one's laughing. And it's quiet. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's like someone acknowledge what I'm saying, like or do something. Yeah, like even if it's not. But if it's verbal. distracting, like yeah. that can pull your mind, right? If someone's mm-hmm. being loud in the back, like something we do as comics sometimes is we disregard the people who are paying attention, enjoying us in the front, because we're brought down by the people who are loud in the back. Or, like, we'll see a crowd of eight people or six people, and we're like, oh, there's nobody here. But, like, we we should right. get into the... The positives. Cross. Yeah, be like, thank you for coming out, because everyone yeah. else is home jacking off. Like, <laughs> Focus on the people who are there. Yeah, because not the fact that they're empty seats. Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like most most comedians are pretty good with that. Yeah, they're good. It just scene. depends on the night. It depends how you're doing that day. It depends how, if you remember yeah. to say something like that, or it depends if... The comic before you was being negative. Maybe you feed off that or you go the complete opposite and you bring the positive. It, there's so, so many true. variables with comedy, which I love because I can't follow a recipe. I can't fucking yes. do anything that's by the point A to point B. Yeah, I can't. Quote unquote, I, 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 can't, yeah. I can't do it. I don't care enough about it. That's totally fair. Yeah. Do you get nervous before shows still? Yeah, it depends on the show. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the show. It depends if I'm prepared a lot or... Right. I still do sometimes, but like I have been doing public speaking or at least involved with it since I was like 12. Oh, that must help. So it lot. does help. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't necessarily as doing public speaking to be funny. Mm. I wasn't being funny since I was 12, but like do you mean like 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 what do you mean public speaking? Since? Uh well, I was in the cadet program, so I learned how to do like little speeches and stuff like that ah. then my by the time i was 15 i was learning how to teach others by the time i was 16 ah. i was teaching people by the time i actually i think 15 i was teaching 16 i was teaching other people how to teach Whew. i took a big jump between learning how to teach and teaching other people how to teach and that's crazy because that's like so many different communication styles yeah right? you like, have to like, yeah like, and like and people don't realize I, that we've taken lessons on communication styles about how learning styles are like mm-hmm. so lessons on how to give lessons yeah yeah <laughs> which is i mean listen and some people are really good at naturals yeah so do you are. think it's something that like when you see like when you think of teachers or like yeah. people who have that teaching mentality like do you think that's something that is innate or can it be learned because i know with me that's like when question. i'm trying to explain something to somebody yeah fuck i suck at it like, I know in my head what yeah. it is and what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm trying to communicate that to somebody, I just fucking can't do it. It depends because do we say teachers are naturally good at it or the good teachers are naturally good at, at it? it? That's true. Because there's so many people who do jobs that are shit at it. That's true. 
A lot of doctors, too. Really yeah. shitty doctors. Yeah. There's so many... Sh- like, any job that you can have, there's good people at it and there's shitty people and at there's, it. And the shitty people at it are, you know, still making money at it and still yeah. going. They're just yeah. not the best at it. If you aren't passionate about something, how are you... Or if you're not willing to learn, you're not willing to improve, then you're just doing it. Doesn't mean you're doing a good job. You're just, you're just doing it. There's this one um, line I used to say to kids that I taught is like, once you get to a certain rank... Or once you get into a certain position, you're a role model. No matter what. Doesn't right. always mean you're a good one, though. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because, huh. like, anyone can do anything. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you want, I guess. I <laughs> love that. That should be on a landscape yeah. picture. Just you sure. Can, you can do anything, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> really, like, you can, but. It's true. Interesting that you talk about the cadet thing. What drew you to that? Oh, it's a it's a funny story. It's not a funny story. It's just like I had a friend come up to me. Like they they did the, put this booth on in my junior high school, and my friend came up to me and she's like, "Do you want to go check out the cadet program?" My first sentence, I remember it so clearly, saying, "No, that sounds stupid. That's all." Like, and then she's wow. like, "She's like, okay, come with me. I have a rubber arm. I will do anything anyone wants me to do." So I <laughs> sounds a little promiscuous. <laughs> That's why I was straight for so long. I will uh, too. <laughs> I yeah, and then I was just like, I'll go along for support with you. She never went back. Oh wow! I saw there were opportunities and things to learn about, and I was like interested in it. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, but like something that you're kind of like poo pooing, and then yeah, I just my you just gave it a chance. Yeah, and the, and honestly, it probably helped that my my stepfather knew the person who was in charge of it. So as soon as we walked in, he saw my stepdad. And decided to give us like the whole tour. Talked about what you can reach through there. Talked about how you can progress through it. Like what you can learn. And honestly, like growing up with four kids in my family, like I learned a lot from the uh-huh. program. I'm a, the person I am because of it. Oh, interesting. In a good, in such a positive way. Oh wow! It's it's such it teaches teaches you discipline, public speaking, control. resilience. Yeah, it teaches you a lot. Like because I don't know much about cadets, but I do know that I used to see them. Yeah, and stuff like in, in school. And like you know, you're standing in spots for yeah. long periods of time. I'm sure that's why my knees, my back's fucked. But like, still worth it. Like, just insane the yeah. the mental resilience you must have. Yeah, to Yeah, the discipline doing like, that. That's like endurance. And like, I remember yeah. seeing like people almost fainting. Mm-hmm. I think I actually saw a girl faint, like actually faint from like heat exhaustion. It happens because you're in these o- outfits too, right? Like, yeah, it's all about like how you like. I don't want to bore your listeners too much but like it's all about how you stand and like weight proportion like if you're mm. feeling like a little like you're gonna faint or something we all like we give them the option like get down on one knee take your breath there's a certain movement if you feel unwell right so oh, get you out of there okay. instead of smashing your face in the ground like we 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 watch out for that if you see people swaying too much we'll go up to them and like ah. and like get them to sit down oh good yeah like That's we're good. aware of it but yeah. at the same time like you need to understand what your body feels like. You if probably you're have to be sway, very wiggle your toes, lift your heels up, stuff like that. Fascinating. Yeah, and honestly, like I, I taught the drill portion, which is like the marching and like calling drill. Which like there's so many particular ways to say it that like this is a right or wrong kind of thing. You're either you're doing it the right way or doing it wrong. And that Definitely. I liked that mm. telling mm. people like get better. There's you know, a certainty like, with it. Yeah, there, there's no you can learn way to it. misconstrue it. Yeah, you can learn it. You can get yeah. better at it. Like. Taking a 13, 14 year old and getting them to call drill, which yeah. is like they their voice commands a person's movements. 
you give a right. call a right turn or something like that you need to be in charge of that ah so you're i've called drill in front of like a thousand people and all the people in the parade have to like listen to what i say and how i say it and react to it wow and yeah, there's a certain a way to say it you can't just be like okay everyone i want you to you know there's like you're <laughs> this, assertive please. about it yeah 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 so it gives them authority yeah, and it's authority. not even just teaching them how to fucking merge it's teaching right. them how to be present and how to be in charge and how to command a room like damn yeah it's oh, confidence God. building i actually yeah. Yeah, i have a friend from high school who who was heavy in it too yeah yeah it's fascinating yeah oh i always God. say like i wasn't like a cadet nerd right but at the same time like, this sounds cocky, but, like, I was really good at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was the cadet that was in charge of the cadet camp in New Brunswick. So, like, right. there was, like, 1,500 people there, and I was the cadet that was in charge of it. You were in charge? Yeah. And how many people were you in charge of at any, any given time? Um, I was Put in charge back. of all of the staff cadets who were in charge of the cadets, but, like, as a whole, I used to do the praise date, so I probably know exactly how many people were there, actually. <laughs> so, about 1,200. <gasps> 300 staff outside of that including wow. like mass people it's gone down in the since i mean that was like 2008 or something like that right but about 1200 cadets that's crazy yeah Holy people were shit. scared of me i'm five foot two and i would walk around like in my combats with like my pace sticking around like people were like you're mean <gasps> i was like no i'm just to the point like this is just i've had people come to be like two three years later and they're like I was so scared of you. I was like, why? What did I do? And they're like, no, you just talked to the person next to me. Does that, does that mentality, that very, um, to the point, mm. straightforward, like, does that translate over into your personal life? That no, kind of approach? It, de- it depends. If I need something, if I have to get something said and whatever, sure. Yeah. But at, at that point in my life, that was the position I held. That was my job. Mm. My job was to be in charge. My job mm-hmm. was to, to show authority, to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's the task I was doing. Right. That's not necessarily who I was all the time. Right. Because like, I could be in charge of someone and tell them what to do in the next, and then later on in the day, I could joke around with them. Like, I, I seem to be able oh, to flip cool. back and forth with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's just like more natural than like force. Like people. Yeah. This, like respected when I told them to improve right? because I wasn't being like I wasn't being an asshole about it, like listen to me just because it's me it was more like this is how it is we will also talk about it if you need to but and also too I think I think you need to get to a point in life where you take feedback or instruction or constructive criticism like and you roll with it rather than taking it personally yeah or it has a lot to do with the person you know? who's giving you that feedback yeah too, 100%. Right? it's a gift yeah see i i consider it a gift yeah like like anytime someone tells me something like you know in the early stages of the podcast i would get feedback yeah. and, and people would be scared to say it. i'm like don't be scared to say it i want to learn yeah so like fucking telling me yeah. it and me taking it is a gift to me it I is would, unless you're like unless your feedback unless your comments or feedback yeah. are uninformed and yeah or personal, it, it also has it takes a lot of like i don't know how you say it but like you have to do it in a good way you gotta do it in a good way you gotta be smooth about it constructive criticism you gotta yeah, be smooth yeah. about it like i've had a comic like who would like try to give me advice all the time but like one time i came right off the stage and like I mean, it was a good set. Like, I had fun. I've watched the video after so I can confirm it was actually a good set, not just how I felt. But, like, I was only a year and a half in, so, like, I'm, like, still improving and stuff like that. And, like, as soon as I got off the stage, he was like, so, next time, like, move this mic stand this way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're killing my high. Right. Give me 25 minutes or so, and then if you want to say something, maybe if I ask for it. Because you should be able to ride that high 
so that you have the motivation to do it again. Yeah, I needed the enjoyment, you right? Know, the positive reinforcement. I don't want someone like walking to me as I'm walking off the stage being like, you could have done better. Of course I can. I'm a year and a half in. I'm always going to hopefully be able to do better. I 100% feel that because because I had that. I'm only four years in now, but I can still always do four better. Four years. Oh, there you yeah. go. Oh, I didn't know like, how long you were. That was going to yeah. be one of my questions. Four years. So how yeah. does somebody who, from PEI, mm-hmm. Maritimer into cadets how did you get into comedy when did comedy become my passion yeah like how does that i've always kind of thought about it like i always liked watching it and stuff like that and actually when i lived in newfoundland i was probably 21 or so i had mentioned to one of my friends who was a writer that i wanted to try it he's like oh that's cool but like i never really like saw Mm. any shows happening right i lived in newfoundland at the time i knew there was a yuck yucks there but like Fuck, you can't just be like, oh, I want to do stand-up. Let me do Yuck Yucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> imagine. Mm, wait, people do think that. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I kind of just thought, like, this would be a cool thing to try. Right. And, um, and then I moved back to PEI. I was there for a bit. And I had mentioned to one of my friends that I wanted to try it. So we were having, like, a girls' night from everyone we worked with. She's like, everyone, we're going to have a talent show night. Which, like, it sounds really lame, but at the same time, like, these were really close female friends of mine that we were gonna get drunk and just do shit anyway i think Love she was just that. trying to like coax me into it but also making other people do stuff and what age was this uh 24 okay yeah 24 um love it so then oh actually i might have been i might have just turned 25 okay yeah yeah let me think one second yeah just turned 25 so then i wrote some stuff and then um honestly like a week and a half later i saw something posted Actually, a friend's mom told me about it because I told her, I was like, oh, I wrote a couple jokes. And then it was like, we're having a comedy night for the first time ever in like Stratford. These, there was comedy before in PEI, but like wasn't on my radar or anything. Right. But um, so I was putting on a comedy show and they're looking for people to tell jokes. And uh, I was like, shit, I already wrote some stuff. So I ended up doing that. And I was like, this is great. And was it like was your first? What was the first? The first one set, was like, a, is an open mic. I think I did like seven minutes to ten minutes, which is way too much for a that's first time. Long. I yeah. know, but it's PEI. Like, what, like <laughs> they're like, we got the time. Yeah, we got the time. <laughs> they don't have the people, so like you can do seven to ten minutes. I was like, that seems long. I think it was, I think it was seven. But anyway, I did my set, and I was like, I didn't invite many friends. I invited a few, four or five people that I knew that like. Hey, you want to come out? But I'm not going to tell everyone. Like, oh yeah, really close I, friends I've yeah. known for a long time. That like, you guys like going out. Yeah, come see the show. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the place was fucking packed. There's like hundred people in there. And oh, crazy. Oh yeah, it only holds seventy five. It only hold. I know because I book shows there later. They hold about seventy five seated, but it was like hundred people for sure. Anyway, so I did my set and I was like, okay, that was cool. And then the host messaged me. This was a Friday, I think. And he messaged me, like, the next Monday or Sunday or Monday. He's like, do you want to open for these people tonight? Like. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So there was people coming through. They were doing a show. I don't know if it was last night, but they wanted a couple openers. So I was like, sure. And I messaged him back, honestly. It was like, is it okay if I do the same jokes? <laughs> this is my second time on stage. He's like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, okay, then I'll do it. I was like, because I was at work. I was like, I have an hour from getting off work to like being at the show. Right. I was like, how am I going to write a whole new five to seven minutes? Oh. I was like, 
<laughs> now I know you're allowed to improve on this stuff. That's so cute. Oh my god, yeah. So anyway, the second show I did, uh, after that set, I fucking fell in love with it. The first Aww. set, I was like, that's cool. The second set, because it was, I think it was so close after, and I was asked to do it on purpose that I felt like good about it. I gave it, you that like positive reinforcement. Yeah, I showed up to the show and like it was at this bar that I knew fairly well. Anyway, they were giving us like free drinks. They were like, you can get a few free drinks. So then Buddy, who was also doing the show, was getting like a Coors Light bottle. And I was like, dude, if he's giving you three free drinks, get like large drafts. Like you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, really. So I had like some Clancy's, like big old mugs of Clancy's. Amazing. I didn't drink much before my set, but after like we were all hanging out. He gave us like, they were like giving us free food. I was like, oh my God, this is what comedy is. You get free food and free drinks all the time. Fuck yeah, sign me Count up for me it. In. Turns out it was a long time before I got free food and free drinks after that. Oh, but, wow. Yeah, it doesn't happen as much as you think. Um, and what's the experience of um, like going back to your first show? Like, I mean, like, I'm a chick who got jokes in her phone, too. Like, I got, I got, yeah, yeah. was it like going up there for the first time? Yeah. And obviously, like, I can only imagine. I've never, by the asked way, this I thought anyone. I was straight when I was telling my first jokes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ooh. So I was joking about dudes. So, like, looking back, I'd be like, I would never say that joke again. Right. Yeah. Was, were you really nervous, though? Like, was it nerve-wracking um, as shit? I got nervous, really nervous, at about 3 p.m. in the afternoon for about two, three hours. And after that, I was like, fuck it, I've already committed. Like, this is it. This is happening. Yeah, I just feel like the people who are really good um, communicators or other aspects of their life and involves communicating with people a lot you know whether that be like teaching or if they're like really just personable people like they might not have the nerves might not be that overwhelming or at least just we don't present it that there. way yeah 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 yeah, yeah once once i knew i was there i was like fuck it's it is what it is right. it's happening i can't do anything about it mm-hmm I'm not going to not do it. Did you watch a lot of comedy before to kind of get a sense uh, of it? Or like, not right before. Like, I'd watched it yeah. growing up or growing whatever. Up, yeah. Like, yeah. I was always interested in, like, now if I would have watched the shit I was watching back then, I would hate it. I know it. Right. It's just I loved <laughs> the idea of a person having a microphone and saying what they had to say. Saying what they had to say and, and having people react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of that, like... Yeah, it's really cool, right? Yeah, it is super cool yeah. if you have something good to say. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, like, at least when I was watching on TV, I could change it. You change know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even, fuck, even at shows here, like, if someone doesn't, if you don't like what someone's saying, enjoy it for that. Enjoy it. I will laugh at mm-hmm. the things they don't mean to say. Like, you know what it's I mean? Take true. it for what it is, right? Take it exactly for what, what it am I, is. What are we supposed to do? Get mad at someone who's only been doing it for four months? That's they the haven't learned yet, and neither have I. Like that's why I love open mics because yeah. I love seeing, like, 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 like I've seen a couple of people's first sets. Yeah, it's and cool that's to see a them really cool thing to say. Yeah. Like, I mean, you never know what's going to happen with these people. They could get really big, and to say like you were in the room. Yeah. For their first set. I love that you think that way because I think more people to think that should think that way. That they can see, not even just a comic's first set, which is super cool, but like seeing... The progression. A, yeah. Or like, this joke started this way. I yeah. said this joke, it was garbage. But then like, you might see me a little while later and I perfected it. Like, how cool is it to see... I love that. How cool is it to see a joke that might 
make it somewhere. I love that, and I and if it doesn't, still it was someone's cool thought. It was someone's cool thought. It was so, it's and and I imagine like everyone remembers their first set. It's like a, it's like yeah. a moment in time. Yeah, um, where you said I'm gonna do this crazy thing. Yeah, and get up, like like you said in front of a crowd and just talk. Like yeah, woo! and it's also really cool now that I'm like friends with comedians to see my interactions with them or like hanging out and like something comes up yeah. and then see that become a joke. Yeah, that's so I cool. love that too. That's really, really, really neat. I have this weird thing where like I will be talking to somebody about something and then they'll be like, ooh. And I, and then they'll like make one little comment about it which makes me realize it should be a joke. I'm like, oh, well, I can't use that. And they're like, Brittany, all I did was agree with you. Like, <laughs> You can say that I didn't write this joke. You just wrote it in front of me. There you go. But I put one thing in that made you think it was funny. That doesn't mean that you can't do it. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't make that up. You did. And I'm like, okay. Do you do the whole like, one sec, I got to write that down. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like that a lot. Yeah. That's really cool because I'm I'm always I mean with me it's always like Facebook statuses yeah my jokes are Facebook statuses because I'm not a comedian but you know it's the same kind of idea you know you're crafting something yeah you're trying it out like as long as you're taking something a thought or whatever and then improving upon it before you put it out put it out there yeah it's not necessarily it's a joke but like it's something you worked on like yeah yeah, it's the same thing I've had things that I've sat on for months yeah oh I've had like statuses that I've been like. I need to just chill and need to like ask people and like Sometimes get their feedback. Yeah, it's true. I have thoughts all the time that like I, I've noticed now, like I'll write a joke and then I'll be like, oh shit, I had something from like fucking two, three years ago that I never really thought mm. would go anywhere, but it pairs really well with this. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like, sometimes I go through old notebooks, but not all of the time, but at the same time, like I'll work it in. Like, so cool. So cool to me to see how people do. Everyone does it differently. Yeah. Do you ever, like, set out to write? Like, do you ever just say, like, I'm going to come home and I'm going to write? Or is is it more of something that just kind of happens organically and naturally? Um, it depends what you mean. So what I'll do is I will have times where I go and write, which is me taking everything I've written down and putting it all together. Mm -hmm. But I will honestly, like, throughout my, yeah, throughout my day... I will say stuff or write stuff that I'll put in my phone or I'll go or like some days I'll just not even mean to and go to write something down. And then all of a sudden it's an hour later and I've written a oh, bunch wow, of shit. That's so cool. Yeah. And whether it's something that's new or a thought that I'm just developing or right. it's taking a bunch of other material and working it in so that it flows and building on it. Yeah. 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 Some people will do a thing where they're like oh an hour every day or an hour every second day i'll sit down and do this which sometimes works it depends on my life right i'll go i'll go through different stints of different ways of writing but a lot of it's like i've thought about it and then i'll process it after yeah that's so cool i love i'm a i'm a writer that's how that's how i am yeah Uh, some people are performers some people are writers i started as a writer who um was very like deadpan on stage my voice didn't have a lot of emotion i didn't i kind of just stood there and said it and then after i said it take it as you will now i'm learning how to like move my body certain ways do stuff certain ways yeah yeah yeah. but like i would consider myself more of a writer than performer but i'm learning the performing part the performing part would be like 
that would be nerve wracking to me because like I would just be like, how do I? I'd much rather though. How do I do this? Do I? Just, oh my god! I go through do things. I where walk. I, yeah. <laughs> I've done through things where like I will notice a flaw if I like record myself or someone tells me that right. I'm doing something. Like mm-hmm. I had someone tell me that I pull up my shirt a lot, and I was like, oh fuck, I didn't know that was a thing. So then the next two weeks, I'll make conscious effort conscious effort not to pull up my ah, shirt so then that becomes a thing that i don't do right yeah just, that's oh yeah i always forget that you guys yeah because comedians tape their sets they're like either record sometimes it, yeah or they'll have i've been trying to get better to, to do that all the time at least audio ah yeah that's yeah that's that's and then wow. you had to so, oh my god when i this is funny <laughs> i i was telling one of my co-workers that i did karaoke the night before yeah i was like and i was like not great at it but like i have fun and she's like you should tape your karaoke sets <laughs> and then you can like watch back and then you can get better i was like fuck what do you think i'm doing like do you want me to li-? and i said this actually to, uh, on stage of the day because it, fa- it was so funny to me i was like do you want me to like get drunk before i practice with the slur matches like what the <laughs> fuck like the, i have a hard enough time like recording my comedy sets and i'm actually going back and watching them within a timely manner like what do you want me to do is i record my karaoke set you're a monster if you ever want someone to record a karaoke i got you Oh. I love watching fucking karaoke. Come on out to Beerly someday. I'll get Jordan out. No. I would I love, love Beerly's karaoke. I would love to have a Beerly's karaoke night. Yeah, where, done. Like, we, we, done. Like, I'm in. Yeah. Because I, I usually do karaoke at the Fickle Frog, which is a different Okay, yeah, I did a game. show there once. Different ball game. Yeah. Different bar, different vibe. Yeah, Beerly's. as as Beerly's. Oh. Someone about me just wants to be there. All the, if it's a Wednesday, like. Yeah. I was like, I can't go out. To fucking two o'clock in the morning every Wednesday, twenty nine. But like <laughs> at the same time, like it just warms my heart. It's a cozy, awesome little place. Yeah, and like people yeah. come up to the stage and like, will if it's a good enough song you're doing, they'll come up and dance. Yeah, they'll be supportive. If someone's doing poorly, they still come up. Like it's yeah. such a good vibe. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing better be than like I know I don't do it all the time. I used to have to work more evenings. Now, right now, I'm working more Tuesday evenings. So. Wednesdays are pretty good unless I work the next morning. But like, I need to get I need to get up to Beerleys Beerleys more because I do love it. Fuck yeah, yeah, yes, Beerleys hosted by Catherine Robertson yes. every Wednesday at eight thirty. Yeah, it starts at eight thirty, maybe eight thirty five. But get there, get there, sit up front, sit up front, pay what then you stay, can, and then stay for karaoke. It's, stay for karaoke. Make it a night. Yeah, you Make get a whole night. Well shots. Oh. Yeah, yeah the, drinks are, the drinks really aren't, aren't bad. Yeah, as long as, yeah, as, long yeah. as you're not getting like a fancy people drink, like mm. you can fuck that. Like who goes to Beerleys? Cosmopolitan. Can you imagine going oh. to Beerleys of all places and being like, I'd like your finest can Cosmo, please. Can I get a rack of ribs in an old fashioned? <laughs> Ooh, I'd like some. Ri- I've I been would like. I need some ribs, ribs lately. Yeah. Do you like chicken like wings? Barbecue. Yes. Uh, literally you don't earlier like spicy this, stuff. Earlier this week. I, I make was a damn good sh- chicken wing. Okay. I got some in my fridge right now. What I do is I get the fresh chicken wings. Yeah. From like Superstore or like wherever where it's not like the box breaded stuff. And I take the fresh chicken wings and I'll spice them up myself, cook them in the oven, then put a hot sauce spice mixture on them and cook them again. I can tame it down for people who don't like spicy as much. But like you no. do not need to get the box breaded wings. You can bread that shit yourself if you want it breaded, but like fuck, like fresh chicken wings like. i had an idea yeah i'm gonna run by you now that we're talking yeah, yeah. chicken wings because i'm gonna be doing 
monthly comedy live streams going forward. Nice. First Saturday of every month. Ooh. Come over. There'll be booze. I'm hoping I love to get. It. I'm, I mean, if it's not free booze, I'll pay for it. Like, I don't give a shit. This is how I get my friends. I'm like, just BYOB. come drink. Just come drink. No, BYOB. Maybe. BYOB, but also have your own staples so that if anyone doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you don't, don't have one, to supply it for everybody. One like, drink. I'll be like, I'm, I'm providing vodka this Saturday or yeah. I'm providing beer this Saturday. Yeah. But, but essentially, it's going to be a well, party like, this every is a C- Yeah. Our first month, first Saturday of every month, comedy live streams. And I was I thinking of like it. fun things we could do. And one of them was, have you ever heard like like um, hot ones? Like where they try different spicy wings, like and it's like different levels of yeah, spice. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was like, how funny would it be if we had like a subject bowl? Like of, of different subjects, yeah, and like the challenge would be that you would have to eat like a spicy wing. Oh, I'd win every time. And like also talk I about don't... the subject and like yeah, see if you can get, get through, through it. it. I actually had this uh, this idea. It wasn't my idea originally, but uh, my friend tagged me in a video where everyone in an orchestra ate a habanero pepper or a scotch bond. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, they ate that and then they had to play a song. Oh. So as they were done chewing, they had to do it. I was like, I want to do like a comedy show that every person has to eat yes! like a habanero pepper and then go up. Or at least if they're doing poorly, we pass it to them and they have to try to get through it. Whatever I it is. love that. I love yeah, I I love. I want to do something this. like that. I'm like competitive, right? That's why I was like, good at drinking, is because I'm good at spicy stuff. Like I can't can't well anyone one up me. Like oh, I can't. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, I then, will. My favorite is when I'm crying, eating my chicken wings. Like I don't. I mean, I don't. My get stepdad it. and I, I don't would get like, it. I'm not huge into spice. I know a lot of people who are, and I don't understand. It's because I have an addictive I personality. Respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Because it's like I, I what. Maybe it's like a release in some weird way. It is, but also like it really does. Like they they've proven that spicy foods and spice is addictive because it releases something in your brain, and then all of a sudden you like want it again, huh. and you're pushing your limits. And yeah, it's I'm probably fucked. That's probably why I like it, but <laughs> it's probably, probably personal problems. You need more drink. I do. Here, need drink. Go, I'll go get more ice. All right. I would love to do the hot ones wing. Challenge. I would do it with you on the on well, the live stream. I'll have to ask around the comedians and like like, s- like see who's who would be down for the challenge. Oh, I figure if we can I, at least get one other person. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Get someone else uh, who's super comfortable with it. So if you want to like back out, like if you're not a person who loves spice, then like it won't be fun for you. It won't be fun for the person competing against you. You want someone no, who's like, like I want someone who's like, I want to up you. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. I love spice. Brought my own because we we're going to have a Caesar and. Oh, I, we're back from a pee break. Oh, yes. Way. Yeah, we peed. Well, I put my with shirt back editing, on. it's just going to cut back to me being like, I love how people are going to think that I didn't have a shirt on. I had <laughs> a different. It's fine. It's really hot in this fucking apartment, okay? I like it, though. I think it's yeah. the booze. The booze. The booze. Rum? Especially makes me very warm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it. I'm angry. Urgh. Do you get, does rum, yeah, you said rum makes you feisty? Well, it used to. When I drank it in college, I would always, like, end up fighting with people. Not, like, physically Yeah, fighting, yeah, yeah. But, like, emotionally fighting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I have this rule that I do not drink champagne. Because mm. I've drank champagne at least every time I remember I have a story from it. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I usually always throw up. Yeah, that's usually part of the story. Yeah, yeah. The fizz and the carbonation—I don't know what it is. I don't know it's what. I, 
I've never had some done. times that sometimes I could probably attribute all of my issues <laughs> to all the other booze I drank that night. But it just seems <laughs> to happen that champagne is the time I wake Sh- up in airport. Airport. I'm not flying anywhere. Oh, like sh- just wake up in the airport bathroom, like in Newfoundland, being like, oh yeah. Seemed like a good place to be. Couldn't get a cab. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, and that's a tiny airport, too. Yeah. But they had a Tim Hortons open. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Fucking Tim's. Oh, I hate it. I, Everyone's thank like, Thank you. I do, too. Everyone's like, I haven't won anything and rolled the rim. And I said, I win every time. Like, really? I was like, yeah, my win is that I don't drink it. <laughs> I used to be okay with it. <laughs> used to be okay with it, but at the same time, now I'm just like, no, it's bad. It's just my last resort. Like, I'll I'll eat it if yeah. I have to, or eat it or drink it. Like, if I no, have like, to, but the turkey bacon club is good as long as you substitute the uh, honey mustard with their spice. They used to have spicy mayo. Now they just have chipotle sauce, which is oh. fine. I I can't like I'm one of these people that like. I can't just have anything how it is. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta customize it somehow. Yeah, or like, like change something up with it. Yeah, like if mm-hmm. I'm at home, like we'll have let's say we'll have like uh, fucking frozen dumplings or something like that. Like I can't just do that. I have to f- cook them up with some spice. I have to add spices. I have to add some veggies to it. Your flair. You gotta fl- you gotta add I, your flair. Yeah, I have to it. add my flair to it. I can't just like I can't just have it. If some if I'm gonna have a burger, it needs to have extra pickles. Like let's be real. Oh, extra. P- we were talking about pickles earlier too. Yeah, I fucking love pickles. Yeah. Um, I can't I, I don't know what it is I don't know if I'm just not okay with the norm or whatever I don't well, know I think that's a I good just, thing I, yeah it, it means that you're adventurous and you can make it your own yeah and you can yeah. make it something that you like, like. I cook so much for Jacqueline and I'll like instead of just having like we'll make our own like pizzas and stuff like that Ooh, I, homemade pizza yeah and I I, I can't just put the norm on I have to have it different every time I have to like variety yeah I, variety is my favorite I would rather have five little tiny things than one big same thing which is why i hate going for sushi because my mm. bill always ends up being 40 or 50 dollars you want to go for sushi sometime at where tell me where i will tell you where it's called uh wasabi house oh i love you wasabi have house. to go during happy hour they always give you free shit and it i've i've eaten there and been full for less than 12 dollars yeah, with people yeah, because you, you get right time. Yeah, you get you you get, and it was only down the road from my house. But like, right. you get oh, certain great. things, and then they just give you extra, and it's happy. Hour they prices. always give you extra. Always, you it's 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 <laughs> it brightens my life. <laughs> but like, I'm not a huge. Yeah. Like, I am working myself into sushi. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, D- I, dip your toes in. Don't don't. Yeah, do too crazy. I never liked seafood up until a few a couple, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I there's this new place that I went to called Sushi Jet on Dutch Village. Okay, which is yeah, fairly close to here, mm-hmm. and it's they they're on Skip the Dishes, so you can get delivered. okay, nice. But um, we actually went there physically, and it was fucking delicious. And like the thing is, is like yeah, I mean, if you constrain yourself, you can pay a decent amount. But like for me, it's like I want different. I want to try mm-hmm. different rolls, and every roll, it's like okay, six pieces, eight pieces, ten pieces. It's like. Well, fuck. I wish I could get, like, three of some. And yeah. Like, I, I wish I could split it with people. Like, get a couple different rolls and, like, yeah. everybody split. That's like, what that, I have to do. That's the I ideal have, situation. Yeah, because I love variety, but I also have no willpower. So oh, I need people who like the same kind of stuff that's willing to switch it up. Willpower is tough to have. Um, so, you didn't know you were gay until 25. 
I need. We need to get in. Yeah, we need <laughs> to get in this. We <laughs> gotta get into this. Twenty nine. Uh, Four years. Yeah, that's not a lot of time. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, let's go back. I let's go back. Didn't think I was gay. You didn't think you were. Yeah. No, no, I should have. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck. I have a brother that's gay. Oh, okay. There's four kids in our family, so, like, mm-hmm. I should have known that it was an option. Mm. But, like I said, I wasn't into with my feelings, so, like, I was just trying, you know, just trying to find the right penis, as right. they tell us, even though after we come out of the closet, so I'm like, well, you just haven't found the right penis yet. And I'm like, I've been trying! <laughs> I tried so hard! I just didn't have feelings for any of the guys I dated. I didn't know what a crush felt like. Like, I was just ah. like, yeah, like... I'll do it and I'll whatever, but like, like it was this never be a thing, right? Yeah, like let's just do this. It was never right? super fulfilling, right? And then I was actually twenty four, almost twenty five. When like two months before I was twenty five, I slept with a woman for the first time. But like I didn't necessarily think I was gay, like right away. So by the time I was like that was in August, end of August, and I my birthday is in October, end of October. So, like, just before I was 25, I had slept with a woman and kind of, like, whatever. We had, like, a thing. Like, feelings and stuff like that. I was like, oh, my God, this is what a crush feels like? Like, I didn't even, like, have an inkling. And she was a bartender at the camp I taught at and gave me her phone number. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, well, she seems pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to disregard her. Like, I called a friend up and she was like, she was like, Brittany, you would never disregard or put away a friendship just because of their sexual preference or sexual orientation or anything. I was like, no, of course I wouldn't. She's like, well, give her a chance. And I didn't, uh, she probably might give her a chance in bed, but like, I didn't, I just didn't think it was an option. I never really thought about it. Thought about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, this is what feelings feel like. This seems cool. And then I tried uh, dating guys again after. And as soon as I knew what it felt like to be with a woman, Oh, interesting. At least emotionally. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't give any more to them. You know what I mean? Like, I met a guy and I was like, oh my God, like, legitimately, like, you were, we've had such, we had such good conversations all night. Like, Like, I should be falling for you. Right. But there's nothing about me that wants to be with you. Nothing at all. Like, like, it just wasn't there at all. Yeah. There was just like, oh shit. Like, as much as we are getting along, I do not. It's just friendship. It could be just maybe strong friendship and that, maybe that would be it. connection, friendship. Yeah. We tried to make it work. Yeah. But yeah. No. Did you did did you sleep with guys? Like or before just, I was gay? Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> oh, I yeah. said I was trying to find the right penis. Oh wow. Oh like, yeah. And, and you didn't enjoy it? Uh, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it as much as I thought enjoyment was at the time. Right. Like I thought that's what it was, right? Right, 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 right. Like I was I would say I was I didn't, I wasn't in many relationships, but mm. at the same time, I was still trying. Uh, <laughs> That's so... Yeah, so, like, I, I don't know, I'm a, I found out later I'm a very sexual person, mm-hmm. but, like, if, if, you're tr- if you're being a sexual person and you think your options are dudes, you're still gonna be a sexual person, you're just not gonna be satisfied, right. you know? So, like, as soon as then, now I knew what a crush felt like, I was like, shit. So, like, that was end of august that i slept with a woman for the first time after shania twain concert very Did ashamed you go to the concert together yeah yeah that's so romantic is it <laughs> I, I, well, we, there was other people there too but like that's just is how it? is it i wish it was alanis morissette i really do wait shania twain like like that was some, my first cd that i ever owned so like let's full circle and somewhat recent shania twain 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like she came back around to this concert, and of course that's how it happened. But like so much nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. And also, like I made the first move. Oh, like what she did you made do? the first move to like give me her phone number and talk to me and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I made the first kiss. Ah, you made, made, the, you made first the first gesture, like, sexual physi- gesture, physical move. Yeah, like you, you, you took yeah. it to the next. I level. knew that's what was wanted. Right, right. But like, I did, I did make that first move. I mean, I was terrified as fuck. Oh like, God, I'm always so scared. I to like the first move. I mean, I'm usually, terrified. I've always been the one to make. Like Good for I'm, you. Yeah. See, I, I can't do it. I don't know what it is. I, I just need... Yeah. My thing is, is that I just need the need first... need some confirmation. I need the first move to be done. And then once you well, give me that... Well, she made the first move by giving me her phone number. And that's an in, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you've got kind it of... It should an, be the in. If, if you give me an in... Yeah. I will roll with that. Yeah. But if you're not giving me anything, or if I'm misreading signals... Oh, yeah. I, I just Oh, can't. if it's not worth it for me, I won't even bother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh, fuck. Like, it was like a whirlwind of emotions because I was Holy like. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, okay, I've been this way for so long, but like, this makes more sense. Like, honestly, like, I kissed a girl for the first time and then had sex with her, like, in the same, like, night. night? Yeah. Crazy. Oh, well, so she was going back to, like, she was going back to New Brunswick. So, like, time was a ticket. Time was a ticket. And, like, so I it probably could wait till the next day, but, like, <laughs> whatever. Why wait? But like, oh, like zero to sixty, zero to sixty. But also, was like, I'm just gonna use the washroom and like stood there in the mirror for ten minutes, being like, "Fuck, what am I? What? What is this?" I was like, obviously, I'm gonna go for it, but at the same time, like, what's who, happening? Right? What's now? happening? I can't imagine. Yeah, holy moly! Like it felt right, but at the same time, I was terrified. Yeah. Because, like, as much as I was a sexual person, like, this is... How personal do you want to get? Oh, we can get, we can get real okay. personal. I mean, as much TMI as you want to give, because I can give all the TMI. Yeah. And, like, people have yet to TMI, like, oat me. Okay, okay. So, so can, as much as, as much as I was a sexual person, I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. So I wasn't very... <laughs> I love the booze. It really makes me... It really makes me say stuff. I wasn't very good at pleasing myself because I didn't know what I wanted. Because you you were unaware. Yeah, you were what unaware. You, what is a person supposed to do? Are you supposed to, like, masturbate to the thought of guys that you weren't attracted to? Exactly. Like, what, so and then you were, there's like... There's a little bit of, like, dirty feeling about that because you're a woman. But, like, if you're a woman thinking about guys that you're attracted to, like, it's kind of okay. But if you don't yeah. know... Like, what do you, what's your motivation? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Question for you. Yeah. Don't have to answer if you don't want to. But... Um, when you were with guys, and you said that you were a sexual person, yeah. Um, did you masturbate a lot? Did you enjoy that? I didn't really like because I truly think that that is something that comes to women later in life. I don't. Yeah, like some I think get that, that is a journey. Like I think like learning the different com- ways. Yeah, you need like, to be comfortable with yourself. Yeah, as a po- like. I think it's different for guys who are like, yeah, I tug it and it feels good. I, I think yeah. it's, like, we're a bit more complicated. There's a bit more nuances the, Well, the thing with is, us. is uh, most of the time with women, your ability to orgasm has a lot to do with your head, mm. with your brain, oh with your God, mind, like, where you're going with it. Most of it. Yeah. Most of it. It's most, that's what most of it is. It's not just necessarily like someone touching you the right way. Right. It's the person making you feel how you want to feel plus also touching you in the right way. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And that's something that, like, if 
you aren't accustomed to it or you don't have the motivation in your mind for certain things, you don't know how to pull that out of yourself. So true. And as much as like I wasn't in tune with myself and my body, I was just trying to make it work. Yeah. With dudes, right? So like you try and whatever. But like it takes time. My mom's probably going to listen to this because she's like as soon as a podcast that I come out in, she's like, I love my daughter. And I'm like, you. Does she know these details? No, of course not. We didn't Welcome talk to about intoxicated. We didn't talk about mom. feelings that much growing up. We didn't right. talk about her emotions. We didn't discuss everything. My mom, like, I have this joke saying, like, my mom just tossed me chicken soup for the teenage soul. I was like, here, fix that, that was me too. Yeah, books. Yeah, she would give, just give me books. Yeah, we we never really talked. Yeah, same same thing. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, it can work, I guess. But like, yeah, it wasn't something I was comfortable with. That's so fair. Like if you weren't comfortable with yourself, and if you weren't, I was a straight person stuck. I was a gay person stuck in a straight, straight person's, person's body. body. Yeah, yeah. And like now, like looking back, it made everything makes so much. I was like, I, I also have a joke about this. Like, the only people who were surprised when I came out of the closet were like me and the guys I fucked. Like. <laughs> That's it's just everybody else was like, yeah, yeah, that sense. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have this haircut back then, <laughs> but like, they what was could your tell. hair like back then? Well, see, I was always in cadets, right? So it was just regular, longer hair. It, I've definitely have better hair than I used to because my hair's super thick, right? Yeah, even when it's shaved all the way up on the sides, like it's still quite a bit of hair. Thick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, it was just long and fucking mad and whatever i did with it was just either up in a ponytail right. or i didn't even wear ponytails for a long time which is like down and just however i came out of the shower just 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 hanging out yeah yeah that's how that's how it is and like, i didn't care like <sighs> fuck yeah. girls you can just put on a t-shirt and pick up on the bar if you want like i mean that's debatable Depends on your standards. <laughs> you depends got- on your standards. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. That's what it is. It's debate. It is obviously debatable and depends on the time of your life. It depends on so many things. When you're what fucking you 19, 20, 21 to 24, you can fucking. Because that's, that's one thing that I've. And depends how open you are too. with conversations. Like if you're willing oh, yeah. to seek out the person that I, to be fair, like most of the guys I slept with were fairly attractive. Like I had a rolled roommate that I've been friends with her for like fucking 12, 13 years now. We've lived together in newfoundland and we've lived together in halifax like just went through and she always has these funny stories about like like being very impressed with the guys i could pick up and like always like checking outside of our apartment in newfoundland see if there's any new shoes hilarious i love that the shoe check yeah i miss that with roommates yeah 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 it was fun like oh you getting some yeah, yeah. oh they new shoes now yeah oh yeah. there's a new person in there and they like they would probably see like then like determine their physical <laughs> attraction or physical appearance by Based their on shoes. shoes and then oh. you try to picture it and then you see the person you're like oh this is way off or oh, dead oh, nice. on yeah dead on yeah that's something I've come to terms with too though but the, the whole the the standards thing yeah and I because I do think that there is this thing of like girls can just get laid whenever they want and i like i want to have sex i should be having sex more than i am but i realize that when i say things like i wish i was getting laid more or blah 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 like people automatically go to well just go do it yeah but you don't want to compromise on your integrity and on the person you're sleeping with just for that especially now in our lives like we don't have much of an age difference no um now but we're later in life yeah that I swear if I was if I was single right now like 
I'm not just gonna sleep with anybody. Yeah, it's not. It's not fun to me. Like it's I like. Not. The, I like the chase more. Yeah, and that's kind of my issue. Is is that I put it out to the world as a simple concept of like not getting laid, but really I want. M- more than that, that doesn't necessarily mean I want a relationship. It just means I want to chase and I want to build up and I want a connection. Yeah. Because I feel like that makes the better sex. Oh, it does. If you like, can like, get to knowing someone before you do it, yep. like, I would be down to fucking, listen, finger banging. Like, <laughs> like, like, we can do all that stuff. But I think the actual sex, like, yeah. I think it, it would be better if it's like a little bit of tension i love i love me some tension that's because there's no reason to settle for mediocre sex anymore no and that's and i don't want to i don't want to there's a difference between meeting someone that you enjoy as a person and enjoying their personality and then take making the decision or like at least going with the flow enough that you learn enough about each other that gets better that's a completely different thing because that's cool yeah 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 because you're you're willing to like figure out what the other person likes yeah i've realized that now um it's all about body language and reading oh, the person and communicating yeah. and figuring all that shit out mm-hmm. there's there's so many things that go into it yeah little thing and i think like in your early 20s you're just not aware of that you're just like i just want to get this done <laughs> yeah. and sometimes like as women we were so task oriented that oh yeah you don't even actually care if you are pleased Ooh, you know, you're kind of big one. Yeah. That's a huge one. People are scared to talk about women being pleased. Yeah, they really, really are. Because it's like a faux pas or it's like mm-hmm. too personal or like it's going to hurt the boy's feelings and or also, whatever it is. And it can go the other way. Yeah. <clears throat> which is weird, which is like, why are you having sex with someone who doesn't get you off? And it's just like, okay, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. First of all. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean like we said partner. earlier yeah. that it's, a lot of it's in our head. A lot of it's in our head. So they might be doing everything they can. Yeah, but it could be a me thing, or yeah. or it could be a, a connection a thing. thing, or a connection thing. Yeah. Like there's so many different so layers many to that. Yeah. It shouldn't just be a clear cut like if there's no you got to make me come or no or for a woman like, for a woman having an orgasm or at least like having pleasure doesn't always end in an orgasm. Obviously. People no. assume it does, but like it doesn't. It doesn't. And no, I've had great sex where I haven't. Yeah, and it's still great in my mind. Yeah, um, and I don't regret it, and it was fun. But no, like, that's because you know? people don't realize that it's not all or nothing. It's not all or nothing. It's not all or nothing because yeah. if that was the case, then it'd be nothing a lot. Whew, would right? it ever? Would it ever? Like it's all. And like, do you think that people know how often people fake it? That's kind of my thing. Like, like, like that's what's kind of scary because I mean, it depends because if I you, faked it a lot in my life. Not, not, was, not anymore. Not anymore. No, not anymore. I thought I was straight but, till I was 25. Of course I faked it so much. Even after that, like, wow. Yeah. That's because I wasn't comfortable with myself. Mm. You know what I mean? It's better to just be like, if I'm done with being touched to yeah, make it seem like it happened. It's done because yeah. otherwise they might not let it go. Yeah, and it's also like an ego thing, but at the same time, like at that age, no one really understood that it's not going to happen all the time. Like, I'm sure I could have had That's conversations, so but we only sleep yeah. with someone a couple times. You're not going to get deep into it, right? Like, and when you're young like that too, you don't realize the different kinds of orgasms that you can yeah. have. So, like, you just kind of think it's one thing. People don't realize like, oh, it's that, not working for me in this way, yeah. so it must never be able to work. And it's just like, no, there's no. so many different ways. I'm that still it can figuring happen. myself out. Like, same, yeah, yeah. People don't realize that, like. 
a woman's weight. I love how booze makes me talk. Oh, man. Listen, we over an hour and a half in, so whoever's listening to this, they're the troopers. You, they're you've the already troopers. asked for you, it. You've basically you've, asked for you've it. You've earned it. Yeah. That's what I say. I'm like, over the hour point, these are the troopers. Yeah. You've the, earned it. People need to realize that a woman, depending on the woman, is way more likely to have an orgasm from external yeah. stimulation as opposed to internal stimulation dude, I, it can happen trust me if you try hard enough dude i cross my legs a certain way like i'm doing right now i can make it happen really i can't i've never said this on the podcast i can't well like <laughs> i'm not gonna do it right now <laughs> no uh, this is very but, personal uh, but, but, like, <laughs> but like literally and i think that's because i discovered masturbation really young yeah and the way that i discovered it was a lot of pressure yep. and surface area and and like so that's my primary yeah. my family called method. her generals a bird like i'm a woman and it was a bird like <laughs> oh like I, I use this as an example and, yeah. and I don't like it because people are like how often are you doing that but like my mom would be like stop scratching your bird and they'll be uh, like how often are you scratching your bird that your mom that's what sticks in your mind I was like it said once and that's enough for that to stick in your mind oh my gosh do you, do you remember when you discovered like touching yourself because like that's a really I do but it was not early oh I mine was super young yeah I don't know what people super do and young. I think that that's natural yeah it just depends on the person how comfortable you are with yourself yeah there's a great show so it's called pen 15 is that by Rhea butcher uh, she's the writer on it not sure is it new fairly web new. series yeah Rhea butcher it's not web though it's on hulu yes yeah yeah and so she's she yeah i, I i've never you know watched what? it i saw a trailer for it i know that Rhea butcher is one of either the writers or producers or something um, and the two main actors are lesbian ah. comic. Oh, okay. oh, I shouldn't say she. Uh, the pronouns are they. Oh, okay. Um, they yeah. prefer they. Mm. Um, but used to be married to Cameron Esposito. Oh, okay. Uh, now separated. Maria Butcher's funnier anyway. Like I, I just really connect with her more than Cameron Esposito. And I mean, uh, Cameron Esposito. Sure, like if that's if that's her audience loves her. Right. right and right. but I honestly I don't. I don't connect with many queer comics because I'm uh, I'm sure I will. I'm sure there's many out there that are like me. I just don't see them. Everyone. Uh, fair. It's a lot of cleaner. Yeah. You know, queer mm. comics. And I just can't do it. Yeah. You a dirty comic. Yeah. And I like that you are because I like you. that better. Thank and, you. I, and I would rather. People, I need to hear that sometimes. I would rather people own that. Yeah. Than, than trying to oh, fit every, in somewhere that they're oh, not. Oh, I tried to do now. a clean set once. It was taped, and I was like, oh, I, they want cleaner. So I just tried to fix it up, and I watched it after, and I felt gross. And, like, your definition of clean is, like... Yeah, my definition <laughs> of clean is, like, I still told, like, a joke about eating pussy. But, like, at the same time, it was only one. It was only one eating pussy you joke. down. That was your idea of I clean. did. I tried as hard as I could, and I yeah. still hated it. I can't. I don't... And I don't want to. It doesn't feel natural to you, and you should do what feels natural. Yeah, and, like, people, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to sound cocky, but I've already had some beers and some <laughs> rum. And I don't want to sound cocky, but people who like what I'm doing like it. No one's ever really, like, and there's going to be some people in the audience, oh, it's a little uncomfortable, but no, right. I, I feel like I write my jokes well enough or, like, spend enough time working on them that I'm not just saying dirty shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. My girlfriend uh, coined my comedy 
which is a really my favorite term. She coins it as intelligently inappropriate. I love that. Yeah. yeah and it feels like it explains me, but at the same time, I can't. I'm sure if I had to clean it up for a set, yeah, I yeah. can do it. But like, I'm not going to love myself after. No. Because I want it to be real. I, I think that's what comedy is supposed to be. Genuine. And, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be genuine and real, whether that's you being genuine and real as a clean comic or that's you being genuine and real as an inappropriate or comic. Either one. Or if you're someone who can do both. Yeah. Even better. That's, that's, that's a win-win. That's that's, that's good too. Maybe later I'll learn that. I don't know. We'll see. You, like you're like four years. Like that's that's a really good amount of time. But yeah. Like, who knows what's gonna? Oh happen. my god. I'm not gonna. Like, you're only gonna four get... years is nothing in the world yeah. of comedy, right? That's true. Like yeah, yeah you're still fairly. I'm new. not even in school yeah. yet. You know Aww. what I mean? Like you're thinking of a baby. Like <laughs> yeah. Like ju- like junior high. Maybe. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I don't know. Yeah. Like as much as like I've yeah. only been doing it four years, I feel like I can hold my own. I feel like I'm a pretty consistent comic. Hell yeah! If someone wants to book me, I'm not going to tell them I can do more time than I do, and I'm not going to tell them I can do less. Like you're very self aware. Yeah, I try to be. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's, that's really I'm good. not trying to fake with anybody. I'm just trying to be real, and I'm just like, this is what I do. If you want it, chances are your audience is going to like it. I not, really like that. I like that, like, what you see is what you get, kind of. Yeah. Like, like, this is what you're going to get. This yeah. is what it is. I like that. I'm not looking to trick anybody, like, mm. mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, people will, people who, not people who book shows here, everyone here seems to book me as much as they want or don't want. I'm not complaining about any of that, but, like, in the world as a whole. Yeah. Like festivals and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I'm not necessarily at that point right yet. But like they seem to gravitate toward more toward clean comedy because I think they're worried to offend people. But they need to realize that the people in the audience are real humans who have experienced real things. Who a lot of them have experienced the same things as us or different, and they want to hear it in the real way. Yeah, they don't want this. Pussyfooting yeah. around things. Yeah, they're trying to appeal. See, I can't even say a sentence with saying pussy. Pussy, like, I can't. pussy. I can't. That's like, a word that I've only recently started embracing. Yeah. Saying I used to be uncomfortable saying it aloud. Oh, but now I'm, I'm still like, uncomfortable with it too. Sometimes, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm just like, yeah. drop it, drop it, drop it. Yeah, but yeah, no, I feel like that's like like they're wanting to appeal to a, a vast majority of people with clean, which really excludes so many people like who are have dirty yeah. minds. Like there's so we many all of do. Us. Yeah. And if you don't, then why are you at a comedy show? What are you doing there? Yeah. Do you, well, have I, you ever had reactions to your jokes in the crowd that like threw you off at all? Like, uh, like, like anyone being like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite audience, if I could pick an audience, it would be a mixture between lesbians or people who identify as queer. Yeah. I know that's more broad term yeah. or is gay umbrella term is, yeah. is it kind of an umbrella like, i don't know like i don't know queer used to be a terrible term so i like i yeah. have a joke about saying like when i say queer people are like oh don't do that <laughs> yeah but that's because you don't haven't realized right. so some people like that some people like gay i prefer like it's my term lesbian because it makes me feel tough or something like that right. but like i would love a mixture of uh doesn't i i do really well with queer audiences because that's I'm talking to them but like mm-hmm. my ideal audience is a couple gay people here and there but also some like older people a few younger people but like also some people who like just haven't really met any lesbians or people who speak openly better because I can watch their faces from the beginning of the show with like a little bit apprehensive they're kind of like oh, okay kind of not sure to how it. to feel it and then by the end of my set I can have them be like oh shit yeah this is great 
Like Ellen's right. already taught all of us that lesbians are kind. Yeah. Like we don't need we that's already happened. Right, right, right. She had a sitcom, she got kicked off of it for being gay. Like she's put in all the work. Like we can just <laughs> be ourselves now. <laughs> Very like, true. Yeah. Yeah. I like changing people's mind. Like yeah. I don't I'm I've never been a person that will just like gravitate toward queer shows. Mm. Because I as much as like I'm a queer person, mm. that's not how I grew up. You know what I mean? That's actually really that's a good point. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't know yeah. that's what I was until later. Yeah. So like I don't Interesting. I, like yeah, that's fascinating. I guess I identify as queer, but I also mm. have this like weird like I don't know how you say it, like identity crisis with my sexuality because I'm mm. like, am I even gay? And then I said this is a Jordan one. She's like, oh no, you're super gay. Well, because like, you're people, in a relationship. I'm like, I know, but like, because some people might go to buy. You know, like they, like they might look at someone like with your yeah. background and go like, well, are you bi? But like you tend, you're just like, well, I well, what happened was I thought I was straight, yeah. and then I slept with a woman, and they thought in my mind that I might be bi. Right. So you went back to do. Oh uh, yeah, I tried. I, I tried it again, yeah. and then I realized that I was gay. I didn't tell anyone yeah. else that I was bi. I didn't come out as bi. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I just was like. Oh, okay. This Figured has, it out myself. This has reaffirmed. Within, like, it. honestly, yeah. it only took like from like end of August to like I think I came out to my mom in June. How'd you come you? out? Uh, well, I didn't even come out to my mom. I should say, shouldn't say that. I I did a show, and then after the show, I came to my parents' house because I had to charge my phone before I went to a party. And then I said to my stepdad, he was sitting out on the deck. It was June. He's probably he doesn't smoke anymore, but I think he was smoking a cigarette at the time, drinking a beer. And I said to him, I love my stepdad, like, dearly. And I looked at him and I said, Randy, pretty sure I'm 92.3% gay. (laughs) That was my exact sentence. And he goes, oh, okay. And I I had said, like, I'm not ready to tell mom yet. Not that I wasn't ready to tell her because I knew she'd still love me, but I didn't want to have that conversation. You just didn't want to open the door. I didn't want to have the conversation. Then we all had to cry and we all had to hug (laughs) each other. It's this big thing. And I just want to be like, I'm okay with it right now. I've, I've worked through it. Yeah, I figured out, like, I've always had gay friends, so, like, yeah. I would never, like, I tried to do this thing where I took my own advice, so if anyone else ever had those issues, I would give them good advice, so I just tried right. to take it myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take the advice that you give out to people. Yeah. I think we all have to do that more. Yeah, I I, I want to yeah. start a thing where I just, it's called shut up and take your own advice. Yeah. So, like, every time someone gives me advice, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, maybe I, I should listen. I know. Um, yeah, so I, I told him... And then um, he called me the next morning or whatever. And he was like, I thought you said you already told your mom. Oh, so he like. Because like after, after I left, he goes, that's quite a thing. And mom goes, what? Because my mom came out to the deck after I told my stepdad. I was a little bit teary because like that's how you get when you talk about something that's personal. And you finally say it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're putting it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's You're yeah. vulnerable, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're vulnerable. Yeah. So no matter what, you're going to feel something. So anyway, she comes out and she's like why are you crying are you stressed you stressed about money why are you stressed about money you're always stressed about money and like so i was like like interrogating me a little bit but i wanted to be i didn't say this but i wanted to be like i'm not stressed i'm just gay (laughs) but like she he told her i was fine with it it just gave me an out of having the conversation and then uh actually my sister when she told me she was pregnant was was like a i don't know math probably like a month or two later or whatever she said like hey i'm pregnant like kind of like apprehensive about it and i was like oh it's okay i'm gay and we just <laughs> hugged and it was just how we both came out of that thing i love how you said oh that's okay yeah yeah 
I mean, she was 24, 25 at the time. Oh, yeah. So, like, she was fine. She wasn't, yeah. like, a youngin or anything. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you said that. I was like, that's so or 24. Young. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm 30. Like, we were talking earlier about yeah. kids and, well, like, not being ready to have them and not thinking that we're uh, ready to have them until... That's why I, give my, I can't give my parents a hard time, like I said, because they both... I don't know exactly the year, but they both had, like, four kids by the time they were, like, 24, 25. Just madness for them like i couldn't do that so like how can i get mad at them for the thing like if they didn't give me enough like Mm -hmm. emotionally Mm -hmm. they didn't know it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like how can i get mad at them when i don't even know it yet and i'm fucking 29 that's true like maybe if they gave it to me sure but they didn't have that to give that's true yeah fuck yeah Yeah, i'm not ready for that i'm not either i don't even know if i want them i'm not sure God damn! Cheers to that. I don't. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm an. I don't know. I was a strong hell no for a long time. Strong hell no. Yeah. I'm like a maybe. I'm right a maybe now. too. But I also, I, I also want to figure out my own shit first. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I'm gonna get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm planning. <laughs> oh fuck! That was my biggest fear as a straight person. Like, I was very good at using condom because I did not want a baby. I did not want to get pregnant. I did not want to have to have an abortion. Like, I it's terrifying. It can yeah. be terrifying. Yeah, I, that I, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Even it. when in your mind you're like, "There's no way," or like the chances are very yeah. slim, like ninety nine point. And then you get stressed for a week, and then and you're, you're like, late, late a couple days, and you're like, well, "What if?" Yeah, I have this like kind like of spray in a spray bottle of water up your vag so that the the sperm dies like. <laughs> kill it with fire yeah i have this like kind of joke in my phone that i'm kind of working on for like a facebook status someday i'm making eyes at the camera that is that's like when you're in your 30s a pregnancy scare is really just a fertility test that's funny because yeah you find out that you're not pregnant and you're relieved because you don't you're not ready and you don't want to but then you're also like i can still do it or you're like well why aren't i pregnant uh yeah 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 I'm 32. Yeah. Like, 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 say you're a girl who likes to get cummed in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> likes to get a little risky. Like, and I then, get why. It and makes then, sense <laughs> to, like, like, biologically, our body's telling us to do that. And also, in your 30s, you are very aware that, yeah. like, like, when I turned 32 back on uh, March 5th, um, just recently, mm, I was after like, my brother's birthday. I'm three years away from a geriatric pregnancy because at 35, oh God, that's you're, funny. you're considered geriatric. That blows my mind. So like, and women in general are, you know, we're taught from such a young age that ticking time clock and, you know, like, oh, you know, like you're not going to have those eggs forever and yep. blah, 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 blah. And I'm very aware of that. And. Like kind of hyper aware of it in a weird way. I'm just like, and I'm also curious. I'm also curious. I'm like, how many more in there? <laughs> yeah, like, what's going on in there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird thing because our body's telling us one thing. We've been programmed to mm-hmm. want to have babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's half the reason we want to fuck people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Isn't like fuck. Yeah, like you're horny oh. when you ovulate because you want to get pregnant, right? And it's true. Like, I, I have, used to try to fight I it, but have it's true. A period, I'm a lesbian. I shouldn't have <laughs> any of that stuff. It's not fair. And then two of us in one month. Oh my god! I have yeah. My friends down the hall are a married lesbian couple, <gasps> and they talk about it all the time about the the short window they have each month to bang because of periods. I not sinking. Yeah, that is Why some don't their bullshit. Sink. 
Um, well, See, one of them be a very dominant person. Apparently, I pull people's period. Like, I'm you, a period puller. Okay, so so people will sing to you. Oh, I out. will. You're like the yeah. shoe off. Yeah, if I hang out with someone for long enough, it doesn't even have to be that long. Like, I will pull their period really? to mine. I will shorten their period. Ooh, I will strengthen their period. Like, it'll be harder, but it'll be short. Like, I have very short periods. Oh, wow. I used to. Things have changed slightly. Yeah, it changes. Mine aren't too long. Like, three to four days. Okay, that's that's short. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people who are, like, the normal seven days. seven. And I'm like, oh I don't God, know I how you imagine live. being two lesbians with seven days each not synced. That's 14 days and out of 30. That's like them down the hall. Like, they... You listen to this podcast. Like, they have such a short window. And they, like, they're always talking about how frustrating it is. I mean, you can do other stuff, but at the same time, it's not. It's hard. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's real fucking hard. I can imagine. That's real. Yeah. I... I that would suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think they don't sync because one of them is on the pill and one of them isn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's this weird... But I... I don't know what it is about... I'm a dominant period bitch because I will pull people to my cycle like nobody's business. Period puller. Yeah, period I've had people Brittany. like I've had people being like, I think I might like they've been like worried about their like period because yeah. it's being late or whatever. I'm like, well, I think I just pulled it. Like serious. Like it's it's nuts. That is madness. Yeah, dominant bitch. I like I'm I'm on the pill and it's, yeah. it's a weird thing because um I at one point wanted to skip my period yeah and you just do that by starting a new pack right yeah away. yeah and it worked one time and i got cocky with it and i didn't do it a lot yeah. I did it once. but then for my birthday this year i was like oh, i'm literally oh, set you, to get it I've even, on yeah. my birthday you can do that so i tried to do it again didn't work really so i started taking the pills again immediately and i still ended up getting my fucking period on my birthday oh my god and i just because day one for me is just hell day like real day one like, yeah like the first day first day is, that it's a real period it's really not good yeah my back hurts like i never used to have back pain i used to just breeze through it i yeah. used to love getting my period because it meant i wasn't pregnant like i yeah. loved it, an like, aspect it yeah but now it's it's painful yeah it's really i get really bad cramps I get, my lower I get back tired. gets super sore. Oh, lower back. Yeah, that's, that's I love that we're talking about periods so much in this podcast because, like, I have this joke that I just recently started doing, which is, like, I'll, I'll tell a couple period jokes. Mm-hmm. And then people get a little uncomfortable, which mm-hmm. makes me really happy. I love it when and people then, get uncomfortable with periods. And then I will say, like, um, I think it's fine that I talk about my period. Like, male comics talk about sex all the time. Yeah. But at least mine happens every month. Yeah. And people are like, partially, they're like, that's funny. And partially, like, that's not very nice. Oh, calm <laughs> down. Fucking, I say give her. Go all out. Go yeah, harder. My go, God. go harder. And, and the thing is, none of the male comics are mad. They're just like, yeah, that's, that's funny. Like, yeah, no, that's like, good. I'm sorry that you, audience member, is getting offended for someone else. That's Halifax, though. Like, I really, li- I really like that. Uh, and Schumer's new special, actually, I haven't watched it yet. You know what? I was really, I wanted to put a Facebook status about it because of the fact that when her last special came out, everyone was just online bitching and complaining about it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to post, but it didn't work out because I've never, I haven't seen any statuses about it. Mm. What I wanted to post was like, 
oh, I was thinking of watching Amy Schumer's special, but I'll just wait for everyone to complain about it, and then I'll figure out what it's I'm all sure about. people will. I mean, it's fairly new. Yeah, I saw I saw it come on Netflix, like, two, th- like, three days ago, maybe. And it's weird, because, like, I, she used to be my favorite, but, like, she's done some things that I'm not a fan of. Um... But like, so I, I'm still a fan, I guess. But I, I guess I just look at her more critically now than what I used what, to. What is it that she did that you well, didn't she like? She interrupted a comic set in New York. Did you hear about this? No. So before she hosted SNL, she oh, showed okay. up at a comedy show in New York. And um, it was a comic I follow who was featuring. Like, he was the headliner. Mm, yeah. It was his, and it, it was Caroline's on Broadway. So pretty big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, and it was his first 45 minutes. Oh, cool. And she showed up, and seven minutes in, well, she was set? in the crowd. She was in the crowd. And seven minutes in, yelled, Hey, Brendan, can I do 10? Or was it five or 10? It might have been 10. He's in the middle of a set. Middle of a set. And he's the last comic up. And it's his headlining show. Oh. His family came out to see him. Yeah. It was Caroline's on Broadway. Like, his poster was up, like, outside. Yeah. Like, it's fucking New York City. And I get why, because, like, she, she wouldn't think, or at least she didn't think. I don't think that, I think she should have had some filter. Yeah. To not do that. Well, I'm just like, bitch, you came from stand-up. What are you doing? Yeah. This, this guy's headlining set. Yeah. And she, you did it seven minutes in. Yeah. Like he was just getting the, getting his rhythm, yeah, the rhythm. And for forty five um, minutes, you're allowed to take some time at the beginning. If you're fucking only doing seven minutes, get to your shit. But if you can establish in the beginning of your forty five minutes, if you can establish what you're doing, then you can play a little bit with them. Then you exactly. can go back into it, back and forth, like because his, his thing was was like Amy fucking Schumer just to, asked to come up. I say yes, it's Amy fucking Schumer. Yeah, what do you like, do so at that he point? Let, he let her come up, and I wasn't a huge like that kind of turned me on her a bit because I was just like that. I think it, well, you're not giving him an option to say no. Like, you like know. it's a little douchey. But I did watch her special, and it's 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 quite funny actually. Um, yeah, um, the, and she I've makes never, a point in about periods nice. and how guys send dick pics all the time, and how we should just start sending pictures of bloody tampons and our funny. periods because guys are like, oh, boners are funny, haha. <laughs> but like, we're kind of shamed into thinking yeah. like you things about us are gross. You fucking oh my god! Like I, yeah, you like. I've le- a lot less shame of woman stuff than I used to. Mm, me too. And I don't know. I've never really. I've I've seen some stuff of Amy Schumer that I really liked, but I've never been like a ooh Amy Schumer fan. Yeah, because I need someone personally. Like I, everyone has their own comedy preference. Yeah, I need someone who has a well written joke mm-hmm. or like has a, a point to it or has like a set up punchline. Like it's just it's just how I am. I'm a writer. Yeah, and. I know that she says some things that are funny or says some things that have a point and all that stuff. I personally, it's not, it doesn't get me going as much as that's I. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's totally fair. She has, I think she has a lot of people helping her too. And I mean, there's yeah, things about like There's her, always, yeah. There's controversy. Like people are saying like she steals jokes and stuff. I don't know. At the same time, like what, but, I've, what I've heard from her, from her story, which I might be paraphrasing, I might be saying it wrong, but was that she started doing stand up and she got pushed further than her skill level mm. which what do you do what do you do say oh i'm amy schumer people are trying to push me forward no thank you like fuck she made yeah, the yeah. Right decision to yeah, say like to yeah. say like yeah of course i'm gonna take these opportunities but she didn't have the background enough to support it long term oh, she yeah. can support it for certain amounts of time just whatever but like if you push someone past their skill level 
Which she's not going to say no. I don't want to be famous. That's true. That's and like very she's a very true. good personality. She's a good personality for like movies. Her, yeah. Like she's I have no great issues. in movies. Yeah, yeah. I I have no qualms about that. But like, yeah, you need to be able to take someone's uh, ability to be famous and their ability to be a pro stand up comic or like a good yeah. stand up comic separately. It's true. You know, like some people will like fucking. Kevin James or something will do a bunch of acting and then all of a sudden he'll do a stand-up special. It's true. So, like, what do you what do? You do? Just you can't automatically be a good stand-up just because you're a good actor. Yeah, that's true. Like, will Smith just did his first stand-up set. Send it to me, would you? I will. He has this, like, show called uh, Bucket List. Oh, okay. And it was on his bucket list oh, to do stand-up. Well, well, shit, that's and he had, okay. And he had Chappelle, um, like, help him. See, and then I he did a, a stand up all for people doing bucket list things. I love it. As long like there's a difference between doing a bucket list thing that you want to do and if you're famous enough to like have people come out or even if you're just willing to ask your friends to come out, fucking do it. Yeah. Anytime someone ever says to me, "Oh, it's on my bucket list to try stand up." I'm like, "Well, fucking do it." There's mics, do it. Like just do it and see. There's nothing you don't have to keep doing it if you don't love it. Yeah. And if you're not thing. good at it, just quit. Like I love it when people aren't good at it and yeah. they quit. Like, people keep telling me to do it and I'm just like I'm a little ner- I don't know but all that do what you want it's just weird because um, it's do what funny. you want not because pe- what people tell you to do I definitely have have stuff you obviously love the idea of writing jokes it's but it's it's just the idea of doing it and worrying that I don't know I can just see myself like vomiting or something right after <laughs> like, like working myself up but it's weird don't worry about vomiting after yourself Vom- worry about vomiting before I've thrown. yeah that's true I never like at first I was never nervous when I moved to Halifax, I also had this thing where like my lungs were a little messed up for a while. Oh shit! I feel it's because I feel like it's because I went canoeing and my cigarette pack got soaked. I let it dry on a picnic table and then I smoked them <laughs> again. Like, I feel like that might have had something to do with it. Honesty on this uh, podcast, but at the same time, like I when I first moved to Halifax, I get nervous before shows and I would just be standing outside, like probably smoking a cigarette and just throw up. Yeah, like and I just. I'm nervous. You you kind of work yourself up a little bit. You throw up, and I'm like, whatever, it's over now. I think that immersing myself in shows and going to so many shows has made me want to do it more um, because I'm I'm seeing it more. I'm getting a feel for it more. But it's just I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's there's a difference between enjoying comedy and loving it. Because anyone yeah. who wants to do that, I people don't realize that it's such an amazing art form. Yeah, you know it what truly I mean? is. You're yeah. not always going to see gold, but whatever you see is going to be entertaining, whether it's for the good or yeah, the bad. Yeah, that's very true. You know, obviously there's some shit shows, and if you're self-aware enough to like pay attention to what's happening and realize what's going on from the stage is a person's thoughts, which is so cool to me. It is. It's so great. That yeah. doesn't mean you have to be the person doing it to enjoy it. Oh, 100%. And that's why but I'll, if I'll you, probably never do it. I'll probably just keep doing ever, Yeah, but if you ever... Which is also great. Yeah. But if you ever want to try it, don't ever hold yourself back from trying it. You know what I mean? 100%. If you want to try something on your bucket list, like, why would any of us be the one to say no? To say no, yeah. It's, and, the, and the good comedy show runners and the good comedians are the ones that are like, yeah, try it. Like... Let's do this. But also at the same time, if you're really bad at it, just fucking quit. <laughs> Give yourself that's, time. That's my not fear. you personally, but like. And, but also too, I feel like I love when people quit comedy. Like it's great. I think it's because too, I'm like friends with a lot of comics. Like I would, yeah, you I would see them. In the scene. I would see them in the crowd, and I would just go like, if I 
even just make a couple of them laugh, maybe I have something. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. none of them even like, I don't know. You when if you're on stage, yeah. Okay, well, comics are the worst person to gear your jokes <laughs> towards because it's we don't guys, laugh. It's true, you don't. I, sometimes you do. I've sometimes seen I do. I I do too. But I I do sometimes depending on the person. First of all, if I've never seen them before. Mm-hmm. Some of it's a surprise. Well, mm. well, people, what comics are trying to do from an audience blows my mind. We're trying to make them make an involuntary sound. You know what I mean? We're trying to get them to laugh, which is an involuntary sound, an involuntary movement. We're trying to force them to do something that they don't intend to do. Like even if it's a um, so fucking hard. Like, even if it's just like this, like ha, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're at the same time. No, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Like, we're trying to make people do something that's out of the normal, and mm. it's hard. Mm. But at the same time, we we start to, as comics, like, you know, we, we get used to it. Yeah, it's true. So you become desensitized. Same time, if I see someone that I haven't seen before, I'm more likely to laugh. If it's someone I really like, as long as I haven't seen these sets, I'm still going to laugh. Or yeah. if it's someone who, like isn't even trying to be funny at that moment but they say something that like makes me chuckle in a way that either the audience didn't respect it or didn't get it or like it was just like i'm laughing at them sometimes like i can't help it like that's who we are we're laughing at the funny and also i gotta say too like little shows that you can do open mics at are a good place to obviously do your first set because it's encouraging it's an encouraging atmosphere depending on the and the night depending on the night yeah but like when i've seen it at like my comedy mondays yeah it's always been quite um you know even if the person doesn't get a thought like a bunch of laughs or yeah it's quite encouraging yeah clap after and like to shut people down especially when it's a brand new exactly and the hosts are always like yeah give them up like like it's 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 very nice yeah and and it's stuff like that that would make me more likely to get up there and do it if i want to which i don't think i do we're not trying to be mean people we're not trying to like break people you know what like i'm not gonna become best friends with every comic that starts comedy because i only have so much time in my life yeah but at the same time like i'm not i don't want people to fail like we are uh, as a whole most humans are good and they, we want people to succeed yeah because the better people who are that are around you the better you do yes because if you're true. competitive like i am i want everyone to kick ass because yeah i heard a quote the other day that was like if you're always the funniest person in the room you're not doing it right exactly yeah you know what i mean you yeah. gotta up your you gotta move somewhere else you gotta fucking you gotta get your on game. your get on your level you're, like you're the same level as other people or like yeah or even, like or yeah. Like get better people around you you know what i mean like yeah. you yeah 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 because that's gonna push you to do even better. exactly yeah it's gonna motivate you more yeah, and we don't want people we don't want people fail. we what we want is comics i'm speaking for myself but also like the majority i would assume is as long as you like we want everyone else to be we want new comics to be good and, yeah. and they aren't going to be good right away because that's not how life works. You don't, like we said earlier, yeah. of course we want to get something to be good right away, but that's not how it works. You got to be patient. Gotta, yeah. You got to do the work. You got to put the work do in. You, if, if you see someone do their first set, do you um, ever give them advice or go up to them and, and like comment on anything? Usually or, I try to. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that's But that's- I... <laughs> People, I don't know. I, I have this hard thing that I I won't just go up to people and say good set. If I like, unless you have something like like maybe like specific to say, like oh, I really yeah. like that bit you did about this. If or someone, like, like we had, we need to be more realistic that not every set's a good set. Yeah, and I know that for myself. 
when people tell me good set good set and it was a shit night i feel gross even more gross about myself right Interesting, yeah but yeah. like i will i would much rather give like hey man you were really comfortable on stage or like you looked really good up yeah there. like yeah. it was yeah. awesome how as soon as you got up there you made yourself present you moved oh. the mic out of the yeah. way or yeah, something yeah. that was positive about it and specific and specific they, yeah. they, they can take that home instead and, of just and saying like it. hey yeah. good job keep doing it like you right. could also say that i guess right. but for a first set like yeah i would like to say like something to them right yeah that's encouraging and i love that i love that about the company yeah i think that that's really cool yeah um quick quick question about your gf yeah she's going back to that because i definitely want to cover that she's wonderful yeah how'd you meet we met at a wedding oh my gosh in bucktush new brunswick bucktush yeah, she. Um, we both knew the bride and the groom. I knew the bride. The groom came along with it with her for me. Um, my girlfriend worked with them through Air Cadets. Oh, okay. I met the bride on our basic officer training course. I was Army. She was Air. And I met her. We kind of became friends. Like we had talked throughout time, and we just we just came fast friends, right? Right. So I ended up being a bridesmaid in her wedding. Oh. So I was in a dress. <laughs> the last time I am never being a bridesmaid you know, again. Have you ever? Did you ever think about saying I'd rather wear something else? Um. Well, it wasn't really an issue at the time because I I've been uh, I've been best man in a wedding twice, mm. and I've always I've always been like okay with dresses. But mm. at this point, it was like I never really minded until like that day. I was like okay now this is the last time yeah i'm over it yeah but like i don't know i was wearing a dress with the dress was very nice like i i felt better in the dress with my makeup than i did with the makeup and my regular clothes right i had my regular (laughs) clothes on before i tried the dress on oh do not wear a plaid shirt and shorts with your fucking hair done up and like (laughs) fake eyelashes i felt disgusting (laughs) oh Oh, I, I hate you I need, you need to see the whole package. And it was in Bucktush, New Brunswick, so yeah. everyone was speaking French around me, even though they all knew English and they spoke like Shiak, which is like half French, half English. And I was just like sitting around, just like, I guess I'll smoke cigarettes and drink beer. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Hilarious. So, so I was a bridesmaid and the bride like had brought up Jacqueline like back a few years ago. So we, Jacqueline and I had done a course at the same time before. Oh. And, um, Janelle, who is the bride, she said, like, hey, you should, like, meet Jacqueline. Like, she's also gay. Because I guess Jacqueline just told her, like, at that point that she was gay. And I was like, well, I had a girlfriend at the time, right? So I was, at not the wedding time, but, like, at when we met at the course. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacqueline said she probably heard I had a girlfriend. I was like, well, fuck that. Right. And I was like, I, I would never, in a relationship, hit on someone else. Like, mm. it's not my style. Yeah. So I just said, oh, yeah, cool. And we just moved on. So then I met her at a wedding, was not in a relationship at the time. And I remembered her from the course because Jacqueline ha- or Janelle had said to me, like, you should meet Jacqueline. And I'm in New Brunswick at a wedding in a fucking dress. I was like, I am honing in on that one lesbian that's here other than your sister. <laughs> I-, I said to Janelle, I was like, any lesbian's going to be here? And she's like, well, my sister. I was like, other than your sister? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, Jacqueline's going to be here. And like, we had talked about her before. And she's like, I think you guys would like hit it off or whatever so anyway me in my dress i had a lip ring at the time a black lip ring on my right hand side and i went up to her with fucking two beers in my hand because the lineup for the beer was like super long i walk up i was like hey i think we met before and of course 
and she was like confused at first, but pretended that she knew who I was. Oh, I hate it when that happens. But it was good because she was like, at, the, at first I was like, hey, we met. And she's like, she didn't want to say that we, that she doesn't remember because she also wants to keep talking. Right, right, right. Yeah. So right. it was in a good way. So we started talking and um, her friends that were there with her, as soon as I walked away at one point, they're like, how do you know her? She's like, oh, I don't. And they're like, oh, it seems like you've known each other forever. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. conversation went well. Just got along right away. Yeah. Hit it off, yeah. I mean, I had a couple of beer in me, but, like... Yeah. So the bride... Is, it's kind of a funny story, but she, like, came up to me at one point and was like, hey, I need help with my dress. And I was like, I got it. And then Jacqueline's like, you know things about dresses? I was like, <laughs> like not really, but I'm good with my hands. And, like, walked away. I was like, Whoa. I can't say that. Like, oh, I, yeah. I can't or I should. I don't know what I should say. But... Anyway, so we talked for a bit that night, and, like, I ended up going to, like, hang out with the groomsmen and stuff. I assumed it was a wedding. She was going to be there till like, wee hours in the morning. Yeah. But I had walked away. Turns out she was actually super sick. Oh, shit. So she ended up staying at the wedding reception for much longer than she wanted to because I was talking to her and, like, waiting for me to come back. Anyway, so I was clearly hitting on her, and... um. I had went to hang out with some people and I came back and she wasn't there. And I was like, oh, that's sad. But then like two seconds later after I came back to the room, I got a Facebook message from her because we weren't friends on Facebook. She was like, hey, it was really nice chatting with you. Like, um, if you ever want to talk, like be friends or whatever. Here's my number. And I was like, oh, okay. But anyway, I was living at PEI at the time and she was living in the Valley at the time, also Mm. teaching at a cadet camp in the Valley. But I was moving in Hall- to Halifax that September anyway. So the wedding was in the summer. And I was like, well, that's not too bad. Like, I'm already intending to move there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we started talking over the mm-hmm. phone or whatever. And in her mind, we were just going to become new lesbian BFFs. Friends. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, I was super hitting on her the whole time. Oh, and I made that quite like, aware uh, after talking for a bit, like, she liked me, but she was trying so, so, so hard not to like me. She is a complete opposite of who I am. I love hanging out, partying, chatting with people, like pushing the limits a little bit. I'm sure if she would have scoped out her future, she would have thought like, oh, I'm probably going to be with a lawyer. Or right. Oh, interesting. Okay. Or someone just kind of yeah. whatever. But like I bring the fun. She yeah. brings the organization. She's also super fun. She just doesn't think that's what she brings. But like. We ended up, I moved to Halifax September 3rd last year, I think. Not this past September, September before. We went on our first date September 4th, and we've pretty much been in a relationship since. Like, I, she's just, I'm just going to be with her forever. Aww, that's adorable. That's not me. I'm a commitment issues fiend. Like, I'm not a person who would normally be like, I'm going to be with someone forever, but like, I'm just going to be with her forever. Yeah. That's some sweet. Yeah, I know. We compliment each other well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And what's cohabitating like? Because you live together, right? Yeah, we live together. Do you like like that? Yeah, I do. I do. Especially since last year, our first year of our relationship, she lived an hour away. I didn't have a car. Hmm. She Hmm. did. So, like, she would come to the city as much as she could while also working. And I would take the bus to the valley as much as I could to also Hmm. see her. Um. But it just works well. She just doesn't put the pressure on me that I put on me. Oh, you know what I mean? That's nice. Yeah. That's, like, I have this weird so thing that, like, maybe I was having a day relaxing. And then she'll come over and go, I'm like, sorry, I didn't do the dishes. She's like, 
I didn't ask you to. Like, it's not, you know? That's, that yeah. seems really like, like the word it I'm just, thinking of is fit. easy. Yeah. Which, which, like, like, that's what we all want. I think we all want that. We all yeah. want it to not feel like work. Yeah. You know? And, like, relationships can be work. Don't and I get just, me wrong. But, yeah. like, well, if you want them to keep progressing, you have yeah. to put the work into it, of course. You do. Sure. Yeah. And compromise and stuff like that. But, like, the yeah. base, I like and the foundation collaboration be because it shouldn't yes. be compromised because Ooh, like compromise that. is one person getting their way and the other person not. That's actually... Or at least each half of you getting half your way. Co- collaboration, you can work together. Collaboration. And, yeah. Not not compromise. I like that. Yeah. I like that a work lot. Work together so that everyone's happy with the end result. It's You're all, a team. You're a team. Yeah. You're a team. It's all work communication. And I told her day one, like, we went on a couple dates and I was like, listen, I am not good with communication. I am not good with my feelings. And I presented everything and turns out i'm not bad at those things because she's willing i'm willing to give that to her and she's willing to receive it and accept it and talk about it there's no bias she doesn't judge she doesn't i fucking lucked out oh i'm happy for you that's fantastic yeah i'm I'm happy for me too and i'm surprised you know what i mean like people are like oh yeah i've always been good at relationships no i've been shit i've been shit i didn't know what i wanted i didn't know what i needed but right. but you, yeah. found your, you found you found your person. Yeah, yeah. She's shorter than me. I can never break up with her. I'm fucking five foot two. <laughs> <laughs> what about marriage? Do you ever want want to get married? Is yeah. that something in your future? You I think? never yeah. did, but yeah. yeah, I will totally marry her. Ah, keep this sound clip for when when it happens. Yeah, Sarah. I will. The video will just be like playing as we get married. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, if she's ever down, I I love doing couples episodes. Yeah, whoa! If she's you ever down, get right into deepness oh. between us because we will both vocalize well, everything. Well, what I like doing with this with the couples episodes because I'm so terribly single. Like, I yeah. like I like bringing it back to that, like advice and like. What do I she do? doesn't really drink, but she will do. Oh, amazing! No, no I want to do more couples episodes because yeah, I'm down. You I'm get right into the dirt. Oh, 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 yeah. And I'm sure with you, we've only scratched the surface. Yeah. We do yeah. have to end it because we are at two hours and 15 minutes. Holy shit. Plus, we'll edit out that five minutes we repeat. Yes. We'll uh, do some wow, editing. Shit. Yeah. It's, it's better to end it before this. Uh, this thank was, you. This was Brittany. Holy moly guacamole. Yeah. We covered a lot. I talked about my own personal masturbation we, issues. This we, is too much. We covered childhood we covered yeah. out. we covered periods we covered cadets we covered and we only Jesus covered Christ. the surface of orgasm thing. yeah we'll do it again honestly i'm down you gotta come back on i'm down you sure. can bring jacqueline on she loves a good podcast fuck yes yeah fuck i yes. appreciate you and i, I hope, appreciate you i hope you know that you have great eyelashes are those real no they're totally fake oh, okay well i also have great eyelashes <laughs> they're real uh, but still, anyway, I appreciate you I and I thank you. I wish they weren't. That would have been so amazing. <sighs> no, I, I wear the fake eyelashes. I, I, this was so fun. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Thank you. You got to come on the comedy live streams. We got to do yeah. chicken wings. We got to do sushi. Oh, I'm, this I got is, nothing else going for me. This is I the love start it. of a beautiful friendship. Yes. Right here on the podcast. But we end. Oh, yeah. Any show plugs coming up or anything you want to plug to people? Where can they follow you? They can follow me at Brittany Makes Jokes. Brittany Makes Jokes on On Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Yeah, you can follow stuff. I'm probably going to bring back my podcast someday, but like 
Stay tuned. It's called The Cunning Linguist. Yes, you were telling me about this. This is great. I should uh, totally do it. Yeah, I, I'll bring it back because I, I didn't know what I wanted from it before. Mm. You can follow me at Pretty Makes Jokes if you want to. I don't think big coming up in Halifax anytime soon, but stay tuned. They come up all the time. So like, if you follow me on Facebook, I might not have anything coming up today. Well, I have a show in Toronto, but like, who fucking cares about Toronto? <laughs> but like, I might not have something today, but tomorrow I get booked for something and it's on, it's on the world. That's a great place to follow. BrittanyCampbellComedy.com. Oh, there you go. A website. Yeah. yeah. Um, And social media is great because, you know, like if, if you ever have a show, you can just you yeah. can put it on there. And I like being friends with people. You. So fuck yes. yes. Follow Brittany. Stay tuned for a comedy live stream. And Brittany... Do the honors and bring that back. Woo! Oh! She is. Woof! That was a doozy. <laughs> Holy shit!